Hey everybody, it's Nero here, just dropping in real quick before the show to let you know to stick around until after the credits. Uh, there's a big discussion that we have in the middle of the show where uh, we actually kind of resolve a little bit of uh, of a misunderstanding that happens. So uh, there's a, there's like 15 minutes of, uh, uh, of bonus content that you're going to get today uh, after the show, so stick around after the credits and, uh, and make sure that you check that out. All right, here's the show. This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Etsua Matsurugi of Cactar, Torquin Ratherdashing of Balmung, and Aelden Faircloud of Leviathan. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Take your clothes off. Juxtaposition. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. A radio resalted. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah this, <laughs> this may be. Strap in, guys. It may be a rough, bumpy ride today. Uh, because uh, we've got some information from TGS to go over and. To rage over. N- not all of it is exciting. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us live on twitch.tv slash limit break radio. Can't thank you enough. Uh, if this is your first time hanging out with us, thank you so much. Uh, if uh, if it's not, welcome back. And uh, I'm going to welcome myself back since yeah, welcome back. none of you guys Hi. are. Uh, welcome back. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your vacation. Yeah, such a vacation. <laughs> such a vacation. No, I had a great time. I had a great time hanging out in Chicago. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and doing the whole riot fest thing, uh, didn't meet any LBR listeners. I know that there, that the, there was a few people that said that they were going to be out and attending riot fest this year. Uh, but, uh, unfortunately, like all of our listeners like thought that was some league of legends thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess, I guess I could understand the mistake, but, uh, no riot fest was a blast man. And, uh, gl- but glad to be back. Glad to be doing the show. Uh, and, uh, of course, we are live from Aorzea. Let's kick it over into our studios. And uh, th- I just I, I just have to say we are very lucky to be uh, li- in, live, live, in, live the in the studio today. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, let me let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys about my week. OK. Uh, so, Story time. Uh, it, Gather yeah, around the campfire. It, 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 dude. It, hold hands. It's it's ugh, hold dicks. It's it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. I don't have one of those. then figure it out (laughs) oh man i just actually i just realized something that i 
muted only the background music and not all of the sounds on my client. Wow, you are really bad at this. Oh, today. No, come on, you gotta come in. A week off does this to you? No, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the week off. That's what it was. Well, I mean, we definitely didn't have any uh, mic technical difficulties no, before we didn't coming have, in. We didn't have any kind of uh, of of computer problems that have been compounded over weeks upon weeks. Definitely none of that shit. But uh, oh my god! Uh, all right, let me let me just I just let me start off by telling you you guys about my week. Uh, so over this past weekend, uh, where uh, when these guys were doing their whole thing, awesome on, thing on the stream, much better. Uh, while I was out at Riot Fest, uh, I wasn't completely tuned out of Limit Break Radio because uh, I was working with our servers over at DreamHost.com, uh, who are great. By the way, if you're looking for web hosting, uh, head on over to DreamHost.com. They are fucking awesome. Uh, but I was uh, working very closely with them because our website has been continually running into problems. Uh, and after a whole lot of investigation and a whole lot of time digging through logs, we have decided we've we've discerned we've been able to figure out we've been able to deduce. That, <laughs> you said deuce that that uh, it has just been because uh, we've seen such a, a surge in our audience recently. Uh, I, and we have to thank you guys uh, for, uh, you know, for 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 downloading the show in, in such huge numbers. But uh, the fact that you were downloading in such huge numbers meant that our, our, our hosting plan that we were at, which, by the way, was a very modest modestly priced hosting plan uh was uh was just simply not getting the job done uh it it couldn't handle the amount of traffic that you guys were throwing at it and so uh we're 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 pleased to announce that we have upgraded our service plan so that the uh website will experience no downtime any longer uh i'm i'm super happy about that like our our website has been uh, really, really stable since we've gotten this worked out, and uh, so yeah. Now, now uh, uh, use the epi- uh, use the uh, we- the uh, website to your heart's content. Comment, uh, you know, uh, everything. Limit Break Radio will be found at limitbreakradio.com, and it will have one hundred percent uptime from now on. Uh, so I, I, I really do. That's something that I legitimately feel really bad about and uh i do apologize for you guys should be able to get the episode whenever you want to get it and not just uh you know late at night when the servers aren't slammed with people so uh that's that's uh, you know that was something really important to me that we fix and we got that done uh so that i'm really pleased about but on wednesday so i made this post on the website detail you know uh, detailing that uh, and you can check that out now at limitbreakradio.com slash blog. But I'd also commented that our hardware issues that we've been dealing with now for four weeks seems yep. as as of Monday night, uh, they had seemed to had had stabilized. And so I had started to build the computer up, build the system back up for regular use uh, as our streaming computer and as my main gaming computer. And then Wednesday morning when I go to turn it on, <laughs> nothing happens. Dun, dun, nothing dun. fucking happens. Something, oh, uh, yeah, it just totally, it totally died. Uh, no f- 
fans spun nothing just totally dead no explanation so i took back every single fucking part absolutely every <laughs> single last part and exchanged all of them and now this current box is up and running it's what we're using now but let me tell you guys i was setting up the stream up until 12:48 i ran the hardware tests at about 12:50 and then started the stream proper at 1 o'clock it really came down to the wire to be able to be live from Aorzia here today. So uh, thank you guys, all of you that are in studio and all of you that are watching live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. And uh, we're, we're definitely really happy that we were able to get our shit in order to be able to uh, to be here and be on the show today. So and ev- on behalf of everyone in the world, I'd like to th- personally thank you, Aniro, for oh God. Putting forth the effort to making sure that we are live from Aorza. Uh, Putting forth the extra hours. Uh, you, you're, you're, I'm, I'm not sure I would trust Justin to be the voice of everyone. Yeah, no, I, oh, I don't. I, I, I definitely don't. But, I talked to everyone. They agree. But I do. <laughs> I do appreciate it because it was a lot of there was a lot of sweating and anxiety uh, and butthole clenching to to be able to to get this to work, man. <laughs> oh, the image of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, last episode, episode number 30. Uh, I was not present for uh, Juxta, Nika, and uh, and and Kahlo holding down the fort yep. uh, for that entire episode. Uh, but uh, you know, I I just I can't consider it canon, guys. It's not what? what? It's, I don't. It's not. It's, it's it was not the a can, best not one. A, no, not it's not canon. A can, no, not a canon episode. It um, was. It was really good. I really tried hard to listen to it, but probably my best. Uh, the best show that we've done in LBR. Uh, I don't no, know about they, that. They demoted me to an intern, so I'll agree with you there, Nero. It's yeah, not can- it's not canon. They're not canon. I don't think. Yeah, well, see, you two were against one. No, no, because see, <laughs> on air, on-air, on-air uh, democracy rules. No, no. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but by the way, we are. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we're down two hosts, we are so we down, can't vote right now. We're down two hosts again. Uh, <laughs> God, what is going on here? Uh, yes, we are, uh, of course, lacking. Uh, 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 the midget uh, uh, Kahlo. <laughs> I was gonna say who? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Kahlo the midget and Stilluella. and uh, and uh, the um, I don't know boy wonder uh, number six number six uh, uh, the living number guy. yeah the living number there you go that's a good sideshow uh, sideshow name for him living <laughs> number <laughs> anyway uh, yeah no no Scalia with us uh, again uh, this week although. Uh, I'm happy to uh, to say that we will be a full crew next week. Apparently, I don't want to. I don't want to oversell yeah. this. I don't want to oversell this or make promises. Don't but I'm told. I'm yeah. told. Oh yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm told that next week we should have a full crew. Meaning, actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna oh, take my vacation. You. Fuck you. That day, no, so. no, no. Uh, <laughs> but meaning that uh, next week, uh, Limit Break Radio should be preceded by a Final Encounter cast. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about for Final Encounter cast oh my god i know super mario maker such a great game uh, we're gonna talk that's gonna be the whole show I mean, so stay tuned it's not i've actually heard a lot of good about that. i actually have heard a lot of good things about it but i'm not playing it 
It's really good. I'm I not definitely not playing it. I As have, of September 1st, all of my focus has been devoted to my console, which has been nice because my PC would have... <laughs> I mean, if I had if I had bought Metal Gear Solid 5 for my PC, man, oh boy, I would have been... I, <laughs> you would have been sad. I would have been a sad, sad man. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we got a lot to talk about in terms of uh, Final Encounter cast. We also have a lot to talk about in terms of, uh, of uh, Final Fantasy 14. Really? Uh, yeah, well, there's Dewey. there's things. Do we? I don't know. How much did you have to talk about last week, guys? Um, you made that work for lot. three hours yeah. somehow. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's yeah, you made it up. <laughs> because you made it up. That no. was the episode. Yeah. Just how much shit can we make up? Well, and we make up lots of shit. Uh, well, and now you have your the answer. The shit flows to- from our mouths. Now, now, And now you have your answer as to why it's non-canonical. Uh, no, it's because... Non-canonical! Your headcanon doesn't mean anything. It yeah. is on the website. Uh, the website is is uh, the best. The, I, the I, I, honest, I tried to listen to it. I, I've, I've listened to bits and pieces of it, but I find myself tuning out of it very quickly. There's it's, no way it was that bad. It was the best. Uh, 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 you guys need some work. It was really good. You got, it, you, was like it, just, my, it was like my day off because I didn't have to worry about drops or I'm just, I'm just Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying that like, my presence, the lack of me, the, that was it, really good. I agree. It was, it was felt. It, I it was refreshing. Uh, was it? It was. I don't know. Audience, was it? Let me know. Well, I guess it wasn't refresh because that bombed horribly. Oh! <laughs> oh, you like that one? That was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give you that one. Where the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking oh, for it. There it is. Oh, oh shots <laughs> fired. Uh, yeah, it, it, but the, the drop is undercut when you go, where the fuck? I know. Well, that, <laughs> see, I, I had to enhance it with that because uh, I was taking too long. Yeah, you didn't enhance it. Actually, it took away from it. No, you took away from your but now, stupid now face. Explaining is double taking away from it. That's super enhancement. Wait, let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I, okay, so hey guys, remember last week where we had that uh, neat little uh, uh, production soundbite for the news? We've got that again. So hey, that's coming. Shut the fuck up. This is a limit breaking news update. Was that enough of a cue for you? Yeah, Could you read I, that cue? <laughs> I wish I could hear it. I have no idea what it is. Uh, well, I don't, go back and listen yeah, to the go show. Yeah, go listen to the show. I had to do it last week. It's but it's hard. Uh, yeah, I got through like forty minutes of that thing and I was out. I was done. Ouch. See, but but yeah, but yeah, you have no idea what that sounds like. All right, let's talk about some Final Fantasy fourteen news here. Uh, of course, the uh, Tokyo Game Show had uh, its own live letter, and uh, boy, did they say stuff there. There are things they talked well, about. They things. said more than the anniversary letter said, which is depressing, <laughs> <laughs> but not very hard. Uh, yeah, they did. They really set the bar uh, very low for themselves. Uh, so uh, we have a due date for uh, patch, patch. No real date. And, oh my god! Just the due date. <laughs> Within 10 days of November. Jesus, did you even try? Oh my god. And within 10 days of November, minus points. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck happened? 
What happened? Um, I don't know, but this better be a double-sized patch since they promised us the same amount of uh, updates schedule. This is, I, 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 honest, this is unacceptable. This is, t- I mean, okay, I get, yeah, they took a vacation, they took a break, fine, I get it, they needed some time off, all right, but when I take a vacation, I get fucking three days, okay, I don't get, I don't, what was three their months. vacation, <laughs> yeah. What, like, what the fuck was their vacation? What did they take? Literally no break between 2.0 and launching 3.0, and then they just decided, okay, we're going to take a break after 3.0 launches. I've heard things that uh, to the effect of Yoshi and hell of his crew was running like 60 to 80 hour work weeks. Oh well, during 2.0. So ah, a vacation that, you know, sure is warranted, but okay, you're taking like a week maybe. That shouldn't push out the whole patch two months, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, honest, I, I really do lose that much development time when you take, like, a week off. I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, if you take a week off, you should be pushed back one week, Did they right? close the entire 18th floor for a fucking week? Like, what, did nobody come into work? I don't know. I feel like it'd be more... Come on, man. It'd be, if you're working, then you should, like, have, like, people take off, like, breaks, like have these two people take off this week then these two people and like stagger the vacation so you're hey, still so, working so if the devs get to take time off does that mean that we get to take time off as a show since they're given a shit to talk about <laughs> does that give permission for the players to just unsub for yeah a while? yeah like, like, is fuck, that what they want yeah. we can take a break too no that's and that's the reason that's the reason why this is an actual problem is because they're this is they're gonna see some sub bleed from this, and you know the fact that they just hit five million not that long ago, and they're they're pacing with WoW at this point. It's I think it's a that was a really really dumb time to take a vacation. I, okay, fine, a vacation may be warranted. That was a really dumb time to take it. Or at least do like what they always do, where they say, okay, we're going to push out patch 3.1, but not everything is coming in 3.1. 3.15 will introduce the free company airship bullshit or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you know what? It's probably going to be like that anyway. <laughs> probably will. Uh, sh- I, that's I the, doubt it. That's the shittiest part, is that, yeah, we're probably going to get this patch in two chunks, or like there's going to be a part missing or... a new you know a new system that's missing right out of the gate that we get at a 3.15 or whatever and that shit is dude this is wearing on me thin actually you know what to be fair i don't think i think everything they announced in this slide letter will be in 3.1 because free company airship they said uh item level 210 will be dropping, so they have to push it out this one to make sure it's relevant. They said that they're going to add a challenge log for Lords of Verminion, and that's going to be pushing out this this patch. And then they said that they're going to introduce Void Arc this patch, and they can't introduce it, the big big hitter, in 3.15. So I think well, I, I heard think they might push the relic thing to three point one five. Yeah, the, the re- <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. That, that's that's annoying. That would that's- be so terrible. It's like it's literally quests. How can you push back quests? It, it's uh, because no, they took that was the week of vacation they took is the week that it took to plan quests. The quest <laughs> they. they <laughs> But it makes you wonder, like, if they're working 80-hour work weeks, shouldn't they just, like, 
hire double the amount of people that like for each person they have working 80 hours just hire someone else and then everyone can work 40 hours <laughs> like, isn't that how that works like why don't they just expand their team a little bit uh, and, am i misunderstanding something about japanese culture or isn't an 80 hour work week uh, a work week a light work week like i thought that was <laughs> that was like that's like a light to average like oh you get a little bit of, so you get some time off you get some lunches in there too am i miss am i misunderstanding something here a couple hours to sleep here and yeah there. exactly i thought <laughs> I just thought that that was a cultural norm. Or am I being culturally insensitive? Wow. No, I, I don't think 80-hour work weeks is normal anywhere unless you're working in, like, a sweatshop somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Arigato, racist. Yeah, you, go, go ahead, yeah, go ahead and tell that to the people who assemble PlayStation 4s because they'll tell you it's a normal work week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but we like, the, we like these people who are making our game. We want them to be happy. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want them to die of overexertion. <laughs> <laughs> like then we'll have no game uh that's true that's true although but honestly uh i i mean like setting all the setting all the hyperbole aside uh what is that uh, that really leaves like not that much to do like wh- what For another how are seven play- weeks yeah how are players really supposed to fill that time yeah like i understand if they're saying oh you know not enough people have finished savage four but the thing is is like when that's the only thing you can do and it's actually really hard and even my group is getting burned out on just like how much pr- like we make maybe a few seconds into the fight progress every day that we pre- you know it's like oh we get to a- the next part where we can move this thing and then we die and then like every day we get like five seconds progress into the fight and it's just so much burnout that like what are we supposed to do log in cap for isotones like I, I mean it's just and for the people who aren't hardcore rating they have nothing to do yeah 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 and that's and i think that's that's really the unfortunate thing but like i i i think that that actually kind of lends some credibility to the theory that uh alex savage it was introduced to be artificially hard to keep the community f- smashing their face against it because they knew that there there wasn't going to be content until november wasn't uh when it was relevant wasn't the first turn of coil like kind of the hardest one in terms of smashing your face against it no no like t1 no 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 he's uh t5 no you're talking in in the the spread the whole in the spread in the spread between t5 t9 and t13 yeah t9 was the hardest i would say nika nika do you want to back me up on that um i would say t9 overall was the most challenging yeah probably just because it had the most uh, it was like the longest fight in terms of the kind of mechanics you had to do and there was a lot of instant white mechanics in t9. although I, although i will say that i think this the community struggled a little bit more with t5 only because it was the first one like yes well only and only because we we were we as a community were learning sussing out the finer points of you know uh not only just like best in slot gear but uh optimal rotations and uh, you know and other things like mechanics aside there were other you know the, the end game community was still putting together a lot of their core theories when t5 was really the only yeah. content to okay. do but i would say in the in the grand scope of things i would say that they designed t9 quite harder than uh than even you know 13 okay yeah Yeah, but now you look i mean i mean my group is on a3 
And that's ridiculously hard. And we're just like, what's the point of bashing our faces into this for a few seconds of progress when in the next patch we're going to get 210 gear anyway? Like, it almost makes us not care. Like, before we're like, yeah, we want to clear everything while it's relevant. But now it's almost like, what's let's, the point? Yeah, let's take a second to talk about uh, uh, to talk about the, the, the gear. Um, but I did want to I did just kind of want to want to finish the point of uh, of. Um, the November due date here, uh, uh, you know, like that, that's a huge spread of time, uh, to, yeah. to make your player base wait. And, uh, again, I, I just, I really, I, I'm really concerned for, for server populations, for player enthusiasm at this point. I, I mean, dude, uh, even, even a lot of the like heavy hitter streamers are like, dude, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Happy's fucking off playing Guild Wars 2. Joe's playing ESO. <laughs> Elder Scrolls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he's, he's pulling better numbers while playing Elder Scrolls than he is 14. Totally. Totally. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's unfortunate, and the and and I my message here to Square Enix because I know you're listening is you're gonna bleed your talent out of your community. I mean, yeah, fine, take your break, but understand what that break means for your community and means for not just the talented people but the regular ass players of this game. There are people who are gonna unsub. There are people who are gonna bail because seven seven more weeks. Of waiting when I was bored of this two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago, that's fucking unacceptable. It's just it's not acceptable. It's just like repeat of the two point five to 3.0. Yeah, huge huge lull, and we're having it again. Yeah, the, and, and and that's that's a that's a great point. We just had a lull that big. It's actually kind of kind of worrying. Are we going to have another lull? Yeah. Uh, from 3.1 to 3.2 especially because they promised us we would have the same type of update schedule and then instantly and we all kind of forgave them for the lull between the the story and the I mean between 2.5 I mean because 2.55 had a good amount of story so we all kind of forgave them while they were preparing for the expansion but to do it again right after they promised us we'd yeah. have the same you know three month patch wait is a little yeah. disheartening I, it is it really is I'm I'm I, I mean you know like honestly putting putting aside all of the like overblown uh anger about it like it really is i i'm really concerned about this yeah and like uh i was thinking like what the time frame was from you know the start of 2.0 into 2.1 and i was thinking maybe they're like repeating that from way back before but that period from 2.0 to 2.1 was 112 days and if they keep that November 10th schedule, that's going to be 140 days. That's like, that's like a whole three. month extra. Yeah. 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 Well, and and you know what? I They had a lot to they had a lot to prove with 2.0. And yeah. and, and I, I, I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like they they've kind of like sit back. They're sitting back on their haunches and, and letting themselves get complacent. I, I don't know if I'd go that far, uh, but, you know. It's something close to that. It's something very close to that. And and I'm, it's just, it's concerning and it's dangerous. And Square Enix, man, come on, get it together. I mean, WoW does the same thing where they're like, okay, well, you're going to play the game anyway. So we don't really need to push content as fast as we do. And, yeah, then, and then they have years between, between patches sometimes for the, like, that last patch between the next expansion. That's, you can't do that. Yeah, but but the thing is, is MMO players will go to another game for you know those seven weeks, and that's enough to that's enough time to get invested. Yeah, you're I in mean, another MMO. Yeah, 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 totally. 
And I, you know, I, I, it's, it's just, it, it, again, it really is concerning. Uh, they've been so good about this up until now, and I, 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 ca- I cannot tell you how disappointed I was to hear that uh, that it, it's it's going to be due in November. That's just that's that is very disheartening. It doesn't speak well for the future of the game. No, no. I, I mean, unless they come out in the next couple of weeks and say, look, there's going to be a part two and it's going to have this, this and this. And it's shit that we haven't told you about yet. Our minds. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. If if like, they did if that, they, if it, they had something new and exciting that makes us want to play a game, that's one thing. That's one thing, but what do we have? We have uh, Lords of Vermilion, which nobody asked for, right? And we have go kill mobs on on islands. You know what? I think that I think that's that the, might be the coolest thing, though. It, it, I, well, it, it will be. It will be. But the thing is, is that I, I and I just kind of realized this. I wasn't even that excited for three point one anyway. I was yeah. looking at like you know the Void Arc shit and the uh, you know the the island hopping and all of that. And I was really underwhelmed with what we were getting anyway. And now to find out that we have to wait seven weeks to fucking get something that I'm underwhelmed by anyway. That, oh, yeah, that's bad. It's not good. It's not good. Why am I? Why am I only looking forward to now three point two or information that like what are we three point two? We're looking past three point one because we're not even caring that much about 3.1 and now yeah. we're looking to 3.2 already it's i mean i guess already. it really depends on the the island thing i think that has a lot of potential like if unless it turns into like a claymore which it could, it could. but it i mean void arc is not going to be very difficult and so for people who are like bored of savage or have cleared it or like this is stupid i want something else that's fun end game we're getting nothing so I don't know. I mean, so it's already like we have to wait another three months, five months before the next one. But really, what, I mean, I, what what makes me want to keep playing at this point? That's the thing. Like yeah. this island hopping thing. All you're doing is doing it for the gear, like for glamour. I right. mean, it doesn't sound like new or exciting and fun. Like I don't want to. Uh, well, play let's this. okay. So like, let's talk about the gear for a second because Nika, you had said that it's going to drop two ten gear. It's they're going to be pink gear, ethereal. Yeah, gear. ethereal pink stuff. So uh, what exactly? What, what do you feel like that's going to mean for the gear distribution? Because I mean, we have been talking that Square Enix needs to add more end game gear but i don't think our point was that there needed to be more that's pooled at the top at around 210 but that there needed to be gear that was very difficult to get that outclassed that set that was more uh, at least that's what i had in mind that was that would end up being closer to status gear and also have you know a big stat bonus with it too adding 210 gear with like kind of randomized secondary stats i don't know that i i i i don't know that that actually adds more interest in getting the gear i think that takes away from interest from people wanting to do raids that's what i think it's gonna yeah you know yeah i can my group is already feeling that like with with savage being so hard or we just don't have the gear for it yet or something um no matter how much research we do into it we barely make any progress and every my entire group's burnout we're like oh maybe we can do like coil again for funsies because we're so bored and at least we can clear that and so it's, <laughs> and it's like it's serious. i'm so serious my group is talking about that and they're like okay well this is going to drop 210 gear the secondary stats are going to be random but you know it doesn't really matter about best in slot necessarily because unless we have some kind of end game um 
event that requires 210 gear, having 210 gear is just to show off at this point. So even if, it, you know, I end up with a tank piece, it's going to have the 210 vitality. It's going to have the 210 strength. Maybe I end up with like dex and skill speed or something stupid, but who cares? Because what event do I even need 210 gear for at this point anyway? Well, presu- presumably <laughs> also with 3.1, we're going to be able to take our ESO gear and upgrade it to 210. Yes, we will. So, so I mean, you know, not only th- that's another factor is that everyone's already going to be You can getting- already do that with the sa- Oh, can the you? Sa- yeah. yeah. The, the sa- uh, Alexander Savage drops coats and twines and shit, just like the old coil used to. Okay, so, well, b- b- what, uh, what I mean is that that, uh, that is going to be input in, in like they're going to put that either into Void Arc or as a reward oh, from... I'm sure they will. They'll yeah. do like some kind of they, weekly thing where you can choose one. R- like they did right. They said what, that. My, uh, right. My point is is that you can't get the ESO upgrade items unless you're raiding. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or no, Void they're going to put it into hunts again. Just why? Well, yeah, no, they <laughs> will. But right now, it's, it, it is a current active reason to keep... To keep rating, right? So, okay, yeah. all right. So they're gonna they're gonna normalize that. They're gonna put that out into uh, you know into the general population. So people are gonna be getting two ten items anyway. They're also gonna be getting these two ten ethereal items. I, I mean, like I feel like that's that's it, it, really this is just catch up gear. It's not it, none of it is gonna really outclass rating gear because you, all of you guys are gonna be looking forward to three point two and what you're gonna be getting out of Alexander Savage in three point two. I guess you could need the uh, 210 gear for doing the island free company hopping because those mobs are supposed to be like the super hard ones. Right. Like, oh, maybe. I, I, mean, I hope so, honestly. I, I mean, yeah, that would be that would be great. But and well, some of it might be catch up gear. The extremely lucky people are going to end up with BIS ethereal gear just by I, the luck of the draw. But I, I guess, Nika, my question is, is like, do you do you feel like it's uh, like adding the 210 ethereal gear to what to this island hop system? Do you feel like that's poisoning the well for trying to entice players into doing raid? Yeah, like my group cares. My group has always cared about like not being world first, but about clearing content while it's relevant. My group doesn't care right now at all. They're like, there's no point. 210 gear is coming. We can just wait. This is too hard and stupid. We'll wait until we can outgear it and go back and do it later. But isn't it, it, isn't, isn't it almost exactly the same as when they added the upgrade items to hunts and then everyone was doing hunts to be able to get eye-level gear that was on par with the rating gear. Like, isn't it, isn't it really just the same thing? So for 3.1, we're going to catch everyone up to 210, and, and and you'll have these, yeah, you'll have these pink slot, you know, these some of these pink items, and yeah, some of them might be useful. A lot of them might be garbage. Everyone remember, I'm sorry, anyone remember the Evolith system from uh, FF11? It very <laughs> no. well could, it very well could be as shitty as the Evolith system. So like, let's prepare ourselves here. I don't think anything could be as shitty as the Evolith okay, system. Okay, all right, that's that's maybe that okay that may be a good point but the thing is is that like at that point 210 gear is uh, you know it's really not that relevant anyway and and i i i what i have been saying for a while is that i would love to see a a a set of gear that outclasses the 210 or whatever the standard is that's super difficult to get that you can only get out of like an rng that only drops from the h&ms on the fc uh, island hopping uh, or whatever, like that some some cool. kind of challenging content, you know, like that's that's what I've, I like. So I, I don't know that it's going to poison the well for interest in raids, Nika. I think that anyone who wants that 210 gear is working at raiding probably right now or is going to be getting into it in the near future. 
you know, they've got seven more weeks to 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 decide whether or not they want to get into it or not. You know it's what I mean? It's true. It's just that it's so like even the jump between like Alexander Savage two is a lot of fun actually. But as soon as you get into three, just the jump and like how stupid the mechanics are and how the big gear checks in them are, like it's hard to care. I am told. I am told that that Alex Savage three is breaking raid statics left it's and right. Stupid. Like our group's not breaking; they're just burnout. It's completely uh, burnout, and it's it's stupid how much the the jump in it is. And I just I don't know. I can't see that. Like yeah, people start to raid. They get through one and two. They get to three, and they're like, well, you know, we'll be able to get two Ted in the next patch. Let's not worry about this. I have a question, Nika. Um, do you think that already having the story given to you through normal mode is making you guys burn out faster? Yeah, I do actually, because my group was talking about all right, let's let's legitimately think about the reasons we're continuing to raid this right now, and it's literally so we can say, "I did it." That's like our only reason to keep doing it. This is and this is no story. There's, yes. The gear looks exactly the same. Okay, we can color it a little, and the gear is not that standout. Like you yeah. running around, where it's not like dread where when someone's wearing it, you know they're wearing it. It's not great. Like the Alexander gear is very average looking. Um, so we are, and we already have the look of it from the normal mode. We have the story. We have. I mean, we're getting we're we're getting to ten gear in the next patch. Why do we care? We this don't. is exactly what I was saying when 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 we were talking about in the Get Good episode. This is exactly what the fuck I was saying, guys. It killed interest. I guarantee you, if you looked at the percentage of people who are even attempting to do Alex Savage, it is it's got to be way down from where it was for Coil because there was there was legitimate like that carrot on the stick of the story kept me playing kept me going you know what i mean like and i that's i think that's one of the most brilliant things about and again i i hate to do this to you guys but i think that's one of the most brilliant things about metal gear solid 5 is the way that they structured the story it what you want to keep playing you want to keep going because it it, it just the that structure is fucking perfect and they undercut themselves by just giving away the story and giving away the 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 basic gear and it just sucks man you gotta make them work for it yeah and i want to address quite a few people in the chat are actually saying that my group must be actually super casual more than they thought with it that's actually the opposite what i'm saying is that my group used to be super hardcore and the way that they ran coil we would i mean we would get upset if we couldn't raid every single day during the week and stay up until 2 a.m and you know beat our faces into it and we wanted to do it so much right and then we were super excited for savage and we were you know for one and two we did that and now that you know it's kind of taken away the fun of it for us at this point and we're like why bother it's not that they're casual it's that you know there's not really as as much of an enticing reason to keep going as there was with coil yeah totally no i i i i i totally understand what you mean nika uh i don't think it's a shift in attitude about being serious about clearing i think it's a shift in attitude about the desire to clear nika did your group ever attempt the uh, second coil savage mode um, my group couldn't because they couldn't find a reason to because titles aren't enough for my group to care that much. I fair. tried it. That's I joined fair. another static and then ended up breaking when like somebody quit the game or something. Um, but basically, it was it was the same kind of thing. It was like, you know, the gear is exactly the same. We already have all of that second coil gear for like eight of our jobs. Why would we want to do it again? And most of my group just doesn't give a shit about titles. So... 
Yeah, and like, it's like not I said, we're not a world we're not a world first group, and since obviously people had already cleared it, right. there wasn't a lot of incentive. I really wanted it because I really want the Avatar title, but um, you know, there's not really any reason to do it. It's not incentivized properly. The same thing with Alex Savage. It's just uh, I'm I'm gonna go back to hammering this point. It's not incentivized properly. The entire gear structure, the end game structure that they've put in place is uh, it is fair. I, I, that's what I will give it. It's fair. It's fair to all the players because the, the you don't get this elite class of players that have crazy gear that outclasses everyone else and, and then they form their own insular circle. I get that that's what they were trying to avoid. And, it, and what they've implemented is fair for everyone. But it sucks. It takes away... People's desire to want to continue grinding for things. Yeah. It sucks. It's a bad system. It's a bad loot system. It's a bad progression system. Now, I have a question. Um, before your group, Nika, uh, before they knew about the pink uh, 210 gear, were they already getting burned out from uh, just A3 Savage? A little bit, um, simply because of how much we've been practicing and how little progress we make every time. And especially because someone in my group just had a baby and, you know, they want to spend all the time with their baby and they're like, why would I what take time? They're like, why would I take time away from my family when we're literally going to make two seconds of progress every night? I mean, after raiding for two hours, what's the point? So it, it, it kind of was simply because the jump between, I mean, Alexander Savage 2 was a lot of fun. Like the mechanics are a lot of fun. I think we spent a, a pretty reasonable amount of time learning the mechanics and clearing it. And we were pretty proud of ourselves and we felt that we enjoyed it. Then as soon as you get to three, it's like, all right, we're going to bash our heads into it for three hours and make, you know, this much tiny steps of and progress. that's fine i mean and that's fine though but like i i do i do agree nika that they killed their incentive for a lot more people that would that would be into it that would want to see it for the story yeah it's kind of like as soon as they announced the ethereal gear it was kind of like the icing on the cake it's like we're already burned out and now that we know what we're getting 3.1 it's like why try yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i understand that i definitely understand that i really do think that they have an incentive problem and that the, you know they haven't addressed it at all they haven't addressed it at all, and I, and I I don't think that enough people are talking about it or thinking about it. But I, they really do. They have a progression problem that is not going away unless they decide. And and you know here's here's the other thing that I'm bummed out about too is that this new gear that's going to come from the island hopping uh, event is just recolored uh, recolored versions of fucking coil gear but to be fair people asked for that i they, know they i know wanted yeah. the gear color. here's the thing though here's the thing they should have kept that for fucking coil there's no reason to do coil either that's true no, design no. new no design new gear for your new shit and if you want to do recolors put that in your old shit now they're just now they're just cutting corners on development i'm calling them out on that they're just they just don't want to design another fucking armor set is what it is how does it take five months if they're just recoloring old gear i don't know no no I'm bullshit gonna, i'm gonna call you out on that because if you had to if they put all uh, the recolored high elegant gear back in t uh back in coil two then you'd be bitching at square enix saying hey now i have to go back to coil two to no get the new i've stuff. been i've been bitching at square enix to give me a reason to go back to do coil 
everyone, I don't think as more many players, would everyone, the community needs a reason to go back to doing coil. Because you can you can do it uh, unsynced and super capped or you know whatever low yeah, yep. party, and it's not that hard. Like you can go back yep. and do T six super easily. Like totally, totally. So it, I don't think people would bitch that but much. St- but people, you know what? People are still there's still a, a large section of this community that hasn't cleared coil that would love the opportunity for that event to be a little bit more populated so that they could queue for it or reliably try to clear it a little bit more often you know what they should do because it never happens it's never in party finder that's the problem you know what they should do is they should add uh, weapons or gear to steps of faith chrysalis uh, all those trials that nobody ever wants to do they should have instantly drop from they should have done that from the start from the start, sure, but now they definitely need to do that. Totally, I agree, man. I, I mean, I, I've, I really do. I feel like there's a lot of cut corners here, and that's disappointing. That's not what I want. Uh, what I want to see coming right off a of three point man. All right, and speaking of uh, cutting corners and shit, uh, <laughs> we have uh, Sirens Dark Winter of Fairy wanting to talk about uh, talk about the uh, the lull. Siren, how's it going? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Uh, actually, it's a uh, Cryant. Cryant. Nice job there, Juxta. It was a C. Wait, wait <laughs> yeah, a C wait, makes the C. C sound. Yeah, sometimes no, okay. do. No. Oh my god. <laughs> do I need to teach you kindergarten, Juxta? It's just okay, like my si- kindergartners. It, it's okay, Siren. You misspelled your name, but I'll forgive you this time. Uh, All right. Uh, anyway, uh, Cryant. Uh, thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What do you want to talk about today? Um, actually, there's a couple other things because there's one big, huge elephant in the room. When I think about this, is that. The uh, the three point one patch is supposed to be coming out in November, and he, here's my here's my thought on it. There is one huge game supposed to be coming out, and they're saying it's going to be coming in ten around ten days in into November. And there is one that's really bugging me because, well, um, I think there's a certain uh, game from Bethesda supposed to be coming out on the uh, on the tenth. Is are you? Do you really think that they're trying to they're trying to pull people away from Fallout? I don't know, but I don't know if they're going to do a very good job about. No, it. they're not. They're going to do a terrible job. Let me. Okay, I, if they are, I, and and I, it's a, that's a good theory, Cryant. Uh, that's that's a good theory because they've done this shit in the past. Right? We know that they did this with 1.0. They pushed 1.0 out to be able to compete with a WoW expansion. Okay? So it would not surprise me in the least that they would adjust a a, a release schedule for content uh, to to, to try to counter the release of another game. But it's stupid. It's a really bad idea. Because, first of all, like... Honestly, like, what do they? What if if that's their move? Like, what do they think they're gonna accomplish by doing that? I can't I can't even imagine what they would try to accomplish. I feel like the people who would stop playing Fallout when it comes out to play Final Fantasy XIV's uh, expand or uh, new patch does not overlap with those people. No, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's like no audience overlap there. Not to say that like you know FF14 players won't play Fallout. You know, of course they will. No, but I mean, if the new game comes out, you're gonna play the new game. Yeah, and you're gonna play maybe an just hour like or two of the past, just like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, like they're I, gonna try to pull people away from MGO. Man, I don't know. It's, <laughs> because I don't isn't know. for the PS4 MGO dropping idea. end of October, right? So I feel like. 
if a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of their time on that, like even just the single player mode, I haven't barely logged on 14 as it is, except for raiding. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, I, I basically, I've been logging into capped homes when I can, when my hard, I haven't capped in like three weeks, when my fucking hardware <laughs> functions, but then I, but then I immediately log off and I go play MGS five. That's what I've been doing since the first when it came out. Yeah, so when and, MGO comes out, that's where my time's going to be. And and you know that's exactly what what the diehard Fallout fans are going to do. And I, I I sincerely hope that that's not that's not what would hold up the content. I, I mean, I it's it, like I said, crying. It's an interesting theory. Uh, I don't know that I totally agree with it, but if it is what they're doing, it's a fucking stupid move. Well, if you actually look at the November lineup for games, I mean, good lord. Yeah. yeah, maybe they are trying to compete and they know that if they drop the patch earlier, then all those games will come out in November and they're going to have to wait another couple months for their next patch. So mm. may- maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I just... It's all conspiracy theories. So just put your tinfoil hat on and yeah. just. The tinfoil hat episode thoughts. was last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the yeah. call, Cryant. We appreciate it. And uh, uh, yeah, interesting. Again, interesting theory. Uh, not not sure how much uh, how much weight I would put behind it, but uh, but yeah yeah the tinfoil hat conspiracy theories uh, it's possible, man. I, I mean they've done like I said they've done this shit in the past, and I wouldn't put it past them uh, to do something like that. But goddamn, I mean, I mean if November really is that big of a month for new games, I guess it makes sense because you don't want to push it out. In yeah, you push October, it out too early, and then and like the, three or four new games come out. Yeah, everyone's gonna jump over jump ship. You've already done the stuff, and you're like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna want to play this new game. Versus, if it just comes out, you want to do all the new stuff. So you know, I, I mean, but that's the thing is that speaking, uh, you know, uh, for, speaking as someone who, who had, there are a couple of titles coming out in November that I do want to play. I would much rather have my patch precede that, so I can work on on shit for the patch. And get that out of the way. Exactly. So I can play the new shit that's coming out in November. Yes. That, I mean, but that's from a player standpoint. That is from, it, a, yeah. from, from the business standpoint. Maybe it's better to try to compete. I, I don't, don't know. I, I honest to God, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's possible. I, but I can't see the play there. That's the thing. I, I can't see the business decision. I can't see the business play there where that's a smart idea, especially because you're not trying. You're not selling anyone on a new product. You're not moving boxes. You're not moving units. You're and pushing in. A, you're pushing content to a player base that is supposed to be sticking with you. And really, if you want them to experience the content you have play for two weeks and then stay subscribed but then play other games so they're not clogging up your servers as badly yeah that's another good point but uh, you know also uh i there's there's this real thing where when a patch drops and somebody feels that they're too behind on content whether they haven't caught up on uh capping esos or you know whatever that weekly reset is the collar syndrome it it just yeah you totally just get demotivated and you're like yeah fuck it i'm out until that's next patch because you know that the next patch the gear is going to be outdated and irrelevant anyway well maybe that's why it's taking so late they're like oh we're going to make sure everyone gets all their eso gear and all their alex gear before we drop the patch so nobody feels like they're behind boo (laughs) <laughs> Boo! It's a bad reason. It's a bad reason. All right. Uh, there was some. There was a lot more uh, detailed in the uh, in, in the TGS live letter uh, changes. Something, something very important. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, Mudra lag. Yeah. Uh, they're going to uh, make some changes to the programming to make the usage smoother. Well, that's good. No, that is that, good. Yeah, that's, lag is I know that that's been a complaint of yours. Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't believe it. 
<laughs> they've said they are changing Mudra lag before, and I haven't seen a difference. So I'll see it when I when I feel it. Well, we'll see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. And you and you know you had to go as far as to get what like a, a VPN to be able to try to cut down on your Mudra lag. Yeah, yeah. Did it work? It did. It, it worked. Did. It worked really good. Oh, okay. Uh, what my DPS went up like 150. Oh, wow. Except now the VPN's like, hey, so a lot of people are using our shit for free, so now you have to pay for it, and there's no free option. Oh. oh. Yeah. So I'm like, well. Subpar DPS once more. Oh, uh, that sucks. Well, hopefully this will fix the problem because you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to figure out a VPN option to be able to play your job. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it's, it's like a it's core spe- game mechanic. and it's specific to your job. It's specific to one job. It makes me not want to be ninja because I can't be the best. Oh man, uh, not, not because come to the monk side. <laughs> No, fuck that. Join way, us. way too much effort. Join us. Uh, so apparently the uh, main storyline quest will revolve around the Warrior of Darkness, which we saw teased at the end of the 3.0 storyline and the continuation of the Dragon Song War storyline. That's That was pretty obvious. I'd hope so. No mention at all of the... Uh, of the the school side quests that they have been talking about, That's no what? mention at all of anything related to Hildebrand. Uh, nothing. Oh, it's true. Well, we don't know for sure that they will put in Hildebrand. They said they will if the demand is there. I don't know. They, I assume they will, but I don't think it needs to be now. Uh, no Should mention, be. No mention. This is actually more important because that stuff is like side stuff. Yeah. No mention of the Sultana. Or telegiology? No. What? I'm sure that will be. What, that's already resolved, sort of. It's, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Even it's close. not. But at the end of the the credits from before, you see her like welcoming back Ishgrim. I feel like it'll be part of it. Like it's part of the dragon. Yeah, Conqueror. yeah. I would. I, the no. nations are all involved in the war. It'll be part of. I it. would oh, say uh, that that's part of that story. I'm right not going to specifically tell you that because that's kind yeah. of spoilery. Okay, they're, well, they're just going to let it play out. I'm just saying I don't think that's part of the Dragon Song War. That's I feel like yeah, all that stuff. No, the Sultanish is not part of the Dragon Song no, War. As of right now, with the way that like Nidhogg was at the end, it's like the continuing of the war with Nidhogg still being around. Right. So I think that as the nations now that Ishgard is part of Eorzea's like union nations once again, like they're all going to have to band together to fight. You know, it, so. you know something I never thought of, and and this would be kind of I think a, an interesting uh, uh, narrative thing. Uh, is uh, what if Nidhogg starts uh, since you know uh, the the Warrior of Light is from the rest of Eorzea, not just from Ishgard? What if Nidhogg starts attacking uh, the Three Nations? That would bring them into the Dragon Song. War. That definitely would, wouldn't it? Except that Nidhogg's sole purpose is revenge against Ishgard. Yeah, except it, out his Except we just except we him. just killed him, and he's back, and he's, and he's back. back, and he's pissed. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, and he's, know, also, he's also Estinian, and you don't know what kind of bullshit Estinian harbored against us. Yeah, I mean, like, I, we don't I, know think, I, I think he's just the vessel. I don't think that's actually, like, him. Well, but, but you don't know what kind of influence that would have over his actions. But I think I think I think I think Nidhogg attacking, uh, you know, because I I mean, really, all the dragon attacks, they always happen in Corthus against Ishgard. I think it'd be interesting if the scope opened up and the threat started to exist in the rest of Eorzea. Oh, my gosh. What if Estinian is like in Nidhogg's head right now and Nidhogg wants to like hurt Estinian because he's like in his head and stuff and so Nidhogg starts targeting uh, Estinian's friends aka us 
to get at Estenian. Well, I think he'd still want to get at us for killing him in the first place. Yeah, that's well, true, I'm just too. saying it would make more sense. Yeah, fun theory crafting. Uh, uh, so there's going to be uh, one more live action fate on October 25th in Hiroshima. Or we'll uh, apparently hear more information about the patch. Apparently, it, oh, You know, I've heard this promise before. I've heard that promise before. I mean, what's going to suck is we're not going to hear an actual release date until October 25th. And then that's already like, what, a week or two away. I don't know why they can't just tell us now when the date will be exactly. It doesn't matter. Just assume the 10th. That, the 10th is a Tuesday. Did they say within 10 days, though? They said like, within 10 days. Watch it be the end of November. No, I, you know, Jux is because right. they it's wanted the to 10th. make quality content, they're going to push it till the end of November. Is that really what they said? I think no. Okay. But I think I don't know. I was going to say it, if that was really the the bullshit that they tried to pass off. I mean, oh, okay. Vaca- I mean, vacation. That's a lot of games have done though. Like, oh, we know we told you the beginning of this month, but because we feel like this content isn't quite ready, uh, we're, or maybe they'll say like, oh, we wanted to make sure we include the relic in this one, so we're pushing the content. You know, I could totally see them doing <laughs> that. Konami released an unfinished game, so what the fuck? We're we're just living in a new age okay. where you can where you just you don't have to finish the thing that you're making and okay. put to put it out anymore. Okay, Aniro, keep yeah. the salt on uh, FEC. I try. I know it's it's I. It, yeah, you're yeah. a Nero right now. You're not. I know. Nate. I know. I know. Okay? I know. I know. I'm trying to. I, I we're in an age of video games where companies release unfinished games and then charge you for it, which and is I unacceptable. Like, yeah, especially since we're paying a sub to this game for them. Like we already give them way more money than a DLC would be anyway. Totally. That I feel like they should. You know, pay more attention and do it right. Totally, but. totally. I'm sorry, I thought it was garbage. I'd, re- I'd honestly, I would rescind my sub if it, di- if it wouldn't fuck up my, you know, my, uh, uh, what is it, the the show reward- we do? No, the rewards. <laughs> oh, the veteran rewards. <laughs> the veteran rewards. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get that cloud outfit. I already have it. Oh, you do? I, I yeah. Got, I got the I'm wearing the pants. By the way, I know I, I legit, I gla- I glamored the pants because they they actually look pretty good. Oh, so. cloud pants. Cloud pants. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway, uh, so uh, they announced a few things about Void Arc, which is basically it's going to be Crystal Tower 2.0. Literally, it's going to be the exact same. But hopefully, but there's still hopefully going to be a cool story. I want to know how Kate Seth is a part of it and where it goes and like why it was flying around and who knows. All we know is that, yeah, it's going to be not hard and it's going to be the same as Crystal Tower. But if the story is good, I will be okay with it. I hope the gear looks cool. Uh, They showed uh, a little bit of gear, didn't they? Or did they just show the ethereal stuff? I don't know. I, I hope it looks good. I don't know what it looks like yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, to be honest, I, like, I missed the entire video presentation, and I have not seen any screenshots or video uh, or of uh, any of the, the stuff that was revealed out there. So in terms of, like, how stuff looks or any, if they did any walkthroughs on the stream, I did not see any of those. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at some of it, and it's kind of, like, black with, like, bl- light blue trim. It's it's not super exciting and doesn't really stand out. In other words, I'm not surprised. Great. Okay, so three tanks, six healers, fifteen DPS, same difficulty, same loot rule. It's the same shit. But they'll have retro stuff like bosses from other Final Fantasies. Well, it says to come. Does that mean in great the first update, or what does it mean later iterations? Well, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't help but think of that quote that Yoshi P said that they wanted to uh, design a raid entirely unique to FF14. And does that mean that you're just going to just jack shit from other games? Is that what you consider unique well, to I FF14? Thought was, I thought that was the airship 
island jumping thing. I thought that was the unique thing. No, no, no. no. They said they said he had said that the that raid. Was, that was so long ago. I feel like they just that they, that. That they may have just yeah. They're like you know what? Fuck it. They really like having uh, retro shit. So let's just give them this retro bullshit. God damn it. I, I, I like some of that though. Like let's see. So bosses to come in the future. Like I could totally see them having like I don't know. Like one of the big. But then again, all the stories of other Final Fantasies, the bosses have to do with those particular stories. Like how we had World of Darkness as a boss, or like Cloud of Darkness. She was really cool. So I can see it's like, I don't know, big giant Kefka or something. Someone someone in the chat <laughs> someone had, in the chat had said Ozma for the final boss of, uh, of no. Void Arc. We're going to have... Yeah, or maybe uh, like the, um, the bla- Black Waltz, uh, Black Mage things. Those would be cool to fight from FF9. I just... Uh, wh- I... <laughs> No. Does do we have to do we just have to cannibalize things from other Final Fantasy games? Can we just not have something that is okay? You get your you God get your damn. not fi- uh, previous Final Fantasy shit with uh, Alexander. Okay, that's your non-canon no. stuff. So no. now we get uh, now we yeah. get callbacks and the easy except, except the story there is just I'm not I'm not even in, so bad so I'm not, not into the story. The, like I don't even understand the like I liked the original premise of like oh you know it's this Sherlane thing sealed under the sea gonna be so cool and then you actually enter it and it's like what's the story again? Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> like, is going what? on here? There's, I mean, I, I, there's gobbies in there and you have a, like a treasure hunter who uh, shoots things. Yeah, I mean, no, I thought I mean, it was going to have a bigger role and didn't. I mean, you want to tell you, I, I mean, I know that we were saying that uh, taking the story out of a challenging raid sort of neutered the uh, desire to, to to get through it, but at the same time, I mean, what they <laughs> have there for the story isn't that much. Like, like once once people had gotten to, through that story, they would have been like, oh, this kind of fucking sucks, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, so that, it, it, normal it wasn't interesting right out from the the. the start yeah like people bitched about not having coil story but the coil story was good it's actually interesting yeah (laughs) so then they gave us normal mode to give people alex story but nobody gives a shit because alex story is dumb i i'm 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 so bummed out right now like i'm so bummed out about final fantasy 14 right now and i can't i i can't hide it is the thing like i you know, it, we they talked. They outlined exactly everything that we knew that we were going to already get. They didn't drop anything new on us. They didn't even give us a proper release date. I'm so bummed out. <laughs> I, 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 you know, like, and I, I, I see, I see you guys in the chat. Uh, I, I, and now I forget your name. Forset, Forset, getting really upset in the chat. Like you're bitching about new content. How can you complain about new content? Because it's the same shit that we knew that we've been getting for already fucking weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, I'm pretty butthurt about it. It's boring, man. It's fucking boring. And 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 again, I'm gonna go back to saying like there's not even that much in 3.1 that I'm looking forward to. So it's seven weeks that I gotta wait for shit that I'm not even looking forward to. And then how long do I gotta wait until 3.2 when there might be something that I'm interested <laughs> okay. in? Another well, no. five months, maybe? No. <laughs> Don't tease. Don't <laughs> even joke about well, that. Hang on. But there, there was this very real thing that happened with FF11 where they did used to get uh, a quarterly content updates that soon got cut back to six months that soon got cut back even farther than that to a kind of like when we feel like it release schedule. And the updates were terrible and they weren't good and I, I, I would I would be loathed to see this game turn into that that was an embarrassment of a de- of, of development that was shoved off on the PS2 limitations for forever but I don't know that all that PS2 limitations could claim all of that 
I really don't. And and I just I really don't want to see this game devolve into something like that. And and uh, you know, you guys can call me Chicken Little all you want, and and that I'm saying that the sky's falling. I'm 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 standing by. This does not bode well for the long term health of this game. I know. I don't want to agree with you because I still have my faith in the Yoshi that he said he wanted to try new things that may fail, and I believe in him that he will have something new, but as of what we have now, we have yet to see that. And while people are saying, you know, wait till the content's out before you bitch, it's it's hard to do that when we look at what they say they're giving us, and it is nothing new despite what was promised. Yeah. So, okay, you know, now- maybe it will come out and it will blow our minds, but as of right now, it's hard to believe that's what's going to happen. Okay, but I'm going to give uh, Yoshi a little bit of a benefit of the doubt on the airship, uh, free company airship, because this is going to be that 24-man content that you're going to want to do, because you don't want to raid, okay, because of the gear, but to get the gear, you're going to have to have three full alliances to take down these big NMs and H&Ms. You know, I think the airship event is really kind of the only question mark and, and sort of the, the only hope that I'm holding out for 3.1 to have some fun. And there's going to be like multiple different gear sets too because they just said that the high Allegheny recolor is just one of the multiple gear sets. You're so there right. could be a <laughs> lot be of glams for me. It could be uh, the level one stuff. It could be anything or is it just like... I, I don't well, know. They're gonna. Ha- I I assume they're gonna have like four or five different sets, and then the whatever glam you get is gonna be random. See, that's the thing. When whenever whenever Square Enix says random, it it's always, always put, it always puts a red flag up because you're right, Nika. Now, yeah, could is is the design gonna be completely random along with some of these secondary stats that are gonna be applied? Like, I don't know. I don't know what that statement or means. It could be like because I think it's up to two ten gear. So I think like one eighty gear, one nine gear can also drop yes. so maybe it's like the 180 gear is one set and the 190 gear is one set well i'm sincerely or it could be like you know i could have the tank piece that's 210 and another tank piece that's 210 and they're both completely different sets well i'm sincerely hoping that they're going to have uh you know since they have gear set tiers that they're going to also have nm progression tiers as well so that the first tier of nms that you're fighting is going to be dropping the 180 stuff and then once you're getting to the big big bads that's the kind of stuff that's going to be dropping the 210 and i'd also and and, i mean while i'm at it like i'd also like to see pop items make a return that way you know you're you're not just hoping for a certain piece of gear that drops you're also hoping for the 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 next spawn to exactly yeah i hope that's the way it is because if we end up if it ends up being an open world and I'm camping like the first party that gets the claim gets the drop. I'm going to be so pissed. If it's, hu- if it's hunts in the sky, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not doing it. I don't think so. Es- especially if it's like, you know, they claim it, they get the gear or whatever. That's going to, you know, encourage botting all over again. And we've moved away from that. So I really hope that's not where they're going with this. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, they say it's not instance. You can bump into other parties and alliances while right. you're up there. So right. does that mean you're competing or are you working together? Or is I, I hope No, I like, hope that means that you're competing. And I hope that, I mean, because they would have to design a claim system along with it and that's a great way to not have to implement that in an overworld setting you know yeah, but like i don't want that i don't want like if there is a claim system up there that means that people are going to be botting all over again and no one's going to want to do it no 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 I, well but you can there's ways to get around that uh if you have regular mobs regular high level hard mobs around there that drop your first pop item well hey you're gonna have to farm for 10 15 minutes before you pop your first nm and i don't th- i that's don't think fine. that's unreasonable 
No, that's fine. I'm just thinking it's going to be something like, oh, we hope that Nidhogg spawns in this particular area. Let's sit oh, here. Oh, God, no. Spawn. No, they, they I can't. I, I can't see that happening. They can't. I, yeah, they have to have learned that lesson. They, they, they went so far as to fix that problem in FF11. I can't imagine that they would make that same mistake in 14. There's someone there is someone in that building that would hear that idea and go, ah, wait, 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 does anyone remember Fafhog? That was a disaster. No, we can't have that. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be someone in there that's that would go. No, uh-uh. that's a bad yeah, idea. As long as it works somehow with pop items or something where you're not competing for the exact same mob, then I think it'll be OK. I, but I, I do think that competition is good. But uh, it, it, I think. If you're going to have competition, it does have to come along with something like a pop system. It really does. And with regards to the gear, they said that they're going to have three different uh, tiers of chests. Bronze, silver, and gold Mm. chests. And the 110 stuff is going to come from the gold chest. See, now that makes me a little bit concerned. That makes me a little bit concerned that that it's the rewards that are randomized as opposed to a tiered progression system. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like the... The H and M's and H M's and M's are gonna drop those higher tier chests, and I feel like the the lower mobs, the it's just the random wandering ones, are gonna drop the bronze chests. So I feel like everyone's expecting just to go in and be like, "Oh, farm this shit, get two ten gear super quickly." I don't think that's gonna be the case at all. And I hope not. I hope not too. Yeah, I I think that there's got to be a considerable investment to be able to get that two ten gear. There, there has to be investment and there has to be a progression. It, it just, it has to. But it does, it does. You know, uh, pop items do does introduce a really uh, 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 messy uh, idea of okay, if you're doing this with a group of randos, what who gets that pop item on the, on the end? Yeah, I, the way they need to do the pop items is have it be like Abyssia. Have a whole bunch of weak little mobs. When the pop item is rare or rare. So you can have one, we can sell it in the auction house. So then people can go and farm them, sell in the auction house for 10K or 15K. And the big free companies who don't want to bother with that bullshit, just go buy the pop-up. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, I'm concerned because that doesn't lend itself to casual play. That lends itself a little bit more to people who have to be plugged into the system and really engaged with it. Well, it's uh, a free company shit, man. I agree. I, I, I think that they should do that, but I, 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 I'm, I, I'm also trying to think from their end. I think that that's what... When of their major concerns would be is that it would that you know and they said they made a point of saying that you know there's going to be uh the ability to to participate in this without having a free company airship or having access to a free company airship like a a, an airship that everyone can use right so because that it's going to be that inclusive and they want to be able to include randos with it then who gets the pop item or uh uh, loot ninja ing i mean like all of these things start to become start to become a problem i mean i granted like loot ninja can be a problem now too but but I, 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 I mean, I, I, I don't see it being a problem. I'm just not, not any more than what the loot ninja ing is currently. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if, if there are pop items and especially if they sell for a lot of money, man. I don't know. It could be it could master be. looter. They have that. They have that now. Could, yeah, but that's yeah. that usually set that up for instances. This isn't an instance. I mean, unless you can change it oh, so that wait. loot rules go for your party rather than for the entire zone. Well, it could. I'm gonna actually say that it probably. It, well, it's gonna be a separate like zone. 
Yeah. It's going to be like its own zone. And, yeah, but and, there's yeah. going to be other parties in there. So it's not like where you, you know, you put Loot Master on and then you queue well, up it's, for it. You know, what's interesting is that that sort of makes it a little bit conceptually like Sky was in it FF11. Does. A little bit. You know, because yeah. we, we had speculated whether or not it would be instanced. And the fact that it's not, I think, you know, like there's the, there is a barrier to entry, which is uh, having to do something with the airships. We're not really sure what yet, but there's your barrier to entry to getting in. And then at that point, you're going to a, a zone, a, a shared zone, shared endgame zone uh, uh, with objectives and loot to get. Yeah, that sounds a lot like Sky to me. Which is good. I, I mean, I think that it could be a good thing. And the point is to get uh, find these NMs and HMs to kill them to have more loot drop. And we have well, and we have no idea what the spawn conditions or what we would have to do to get those to even appear. I mean, you know, could be could be we get up there and there's nothing up there. I think that this new zone, these new uh, free company zone, uh, airship zones. I think this could be like the new place to be because they're also going to introduce. Uh, rare nodes for gathering you know yeah and you're not gonna be able to gather up there unless you have uh someone helping you out because mm. i mean you can't go invisible because that only works to a lo- certain level and these right. things are level 80 to 90 right 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 i don't know man I, I i i i'm holding out a little bit of hope here like this is the only part like i, this, I this co- i'm so bummed by void arc i'm so bummed by the release date i'm uh, i'm kind of bummed out by everything else but this like the lords of Verminion, whatever fuck all that shit but this, this 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 could be this could be okay this could be something to give the game life again because they also talked about having uh, three different layers of zones the upper middle and lower layers of zones where uh, you know, presumably monster separation will exist. And maybe if you don't have a free company, you have to go on. Well, you can't go on foot, but you have to. Uh, if you don't have a free company, use the Ishgard airship to go to the lower one. But if you have a free company airship, you can go on the upper or middle tiers. Well, yeah, because they do say it's like there's a quick 10 minute flying unlock to the first layer for like lore reasons. Yeah. So. And what if you have a free company, but they don't have an airship? Can you still use the other airship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good question. <laughs> because oh, that's, good question. That's that me. My question. free company is very inactive, and so I'm just... What? I don't know if that... Yeah, my, my free company leader has more or less quit, and so we just kind of stick around because we have a ton of points and we use it for the food buff, but we don't have any airship workshops, so I'm wondering, does that mean I should start looking for a new free company now, or will I still be able to go with the other airship? Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I mean, if you don't have three airships, two of them rank 50 by now, I mean, what have you been doing with your life? I mean, <laughs> I even see. my free company has that. And Nero, yeah. Uh, yeah, does your uh, free company have any airships? Yeah, the company is not inactive. Mine's inactive, and I'm just not sure what to do at this point. Yeah, I had actually looked at that a couple of weeks ago when you had called me out on it. I, I forget. I totally forget <laughs> what, how many airships we have. Yeah. Well, you can have you have four? Can you, you have, have a shop that's more than my group has? Can you have four? Because <laughs> I think we have four. You have four? I okay. think we do. I think you can have. So shut your fucking mouth. Okay. Well, what rank are they? I don't know. I well, don't that, know. That's important. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, they say free company list players uh, can still use airships on Ishgard, solo or party. Uh, free company airships get some kind of advantage, though. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, I think I, I, I think those two statements raise quite a bit of questions as to you know like exactly what is the airship? How does that serve as? Uh, a, a, Clearly, that's the barrier for entry. But how exactly right. does that function? They said uh, that the islands will take place primarily on a 
Abalathia's spine, which uh, kind of leads into the fa- the question, are they going to have more zones in other areas, such as the Churning Mist? Oh, that, you know, I had never thought about that. Uh, you know, because a- Abalathia's spine, we do, there are areas that... That's that, Sea of Clouds and uh, Helix only. Yeah, and that's that's the land, uh, Abalathia's spine uh, refers to the mountain range that uh, exists beneath where those, uh, the parts that we're at, uh, you know, like... Right, okay. You know, like ours, are uh, the, the, the Sea of Clouds, those islands that we can go to, that is raised up above the mountain range that is considered Abalathia's spine. Right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. That, I mean, that that is some interesting questions. Uh, you know, will we? Will will there be? Uh, I, I think they were. They would have. They would have to. I would think they would have to if they're going to continue supporting the system. If it puts out that kind of gear, if it's going to be a way to allow people to catch up, uh, I can't. I can't see them introducing it in one patch and then never developing for it again. They have to have a plan for where else this shit is going to go. So I, I would think that they would allow us to start charting the next re- the next region as of patch either two point one or three point one or three point two, and that would. Uh Kind of makes sense because they introduced the free company airships in a patch where they don't really do anything, just to like right. give everyone like, a ventures. little head start, right? Well, it, it, to give people the opportunity to chart those lands, yes, right. and then they just build upon it in each upcoming patch, right? Right. I think the and 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 I mean that's kind of smart. I, I have to give them that. You the know. only thing I'm holding out on is they haven't really added any new zones since an expansion or the release of 2.0. I mean, they added Wolves Den, kind of, mm. but they haven't actually added like a new zone with monsters. True, true. Although you know there wasn't as many zones added with Heaven's Word as I thought there might have been. So to hold a couple of those zones back to say, well, these are you know these are higher level zones that you know you you have to earn access to over time. I think that that might be that would. Uh, that would be fair for for them right. to do. So yeah, while they've never done that before, I mean, you know, I I don't think that we can always necessarily look at the their behavior in the past and say that's definitively what they're going to do now. I think it it's totally conceivable for them to hold a few zones back if the intention behind those zones is that they're going to end up being event areas, like an end game zone. Yes, exactly. Yeah, hmm. that's the only thing. Like I've. I've always imagined they would add a zone, but that got that got like a little nagging feeling in my head that they never have added a new zone. So, but I mean, hopefully they do. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't see how they can. There's well, there's no place on the map for it to exist. I mean, if you think about it, every time they add a dungeon, it is a little bit like adding a new zone. They are adding a new environment, and it is you know like you do go through it, and I, yeah. you know what I mean. Like that doesn't I, count though. I think it does. No. I think it does. Yeah, when people want new zones, they want a new place they can like hang out with other people. Yeah. And, yeah, like, but that's not what this is going to be. Even even if even if they are as big as a lot of these other zones that we've got in the game already, that's not they're not going to be the place to hang out. I don't I, it's I a place to kill. It, it, like I yeah, I think that I I mean I I can't see a place for people to congregate. Hold on, no. Well, that would mean that... The, no, yeah, I, probably not. Like, if there was etherite things you could teleport to, then maybe, but I don't think this will happen. I, yeah, I don't think that'll happen either. I think you'll need to go to the airship to be able to get get your ass out there. You don't think that uh, wherever the Ishgard airship will drop everyone off at, you don't think people will just sit on their mounts flying and AFKing, shouting, hey, 
Uh, if you want to join my for party. For a few days. For a few days, maybe a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, not for that long. I mean, it's mm. not. I, if, 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 which, if what you're saying is, is that it's going to become the new Idleshire? No, 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 no. I don't no. think so. No. No. I was just picturing like. 10 20 people sitting out there I shouting wouldn't, i wouldn't be surprised if there are some kind of requirements to be able to enter like you need you know three people or something you know what i mean like you may okay. not be able to enter solo i don't know it, it's uh, this is all speculation at this point of so course. um uh let's so the yeah the the as we said the levels of the mobs are going to be between 80 and 90 uh the weakest are about an a rank uh, uh, hunt mob. Uh, there will be NMs as well as HNMs, uh, which you know I I think I think a, a a good question to ask along with that is um, by HNM. Do you mean that there is a there's like a lottery spawn chance that you could mm. get the HNM when you try to pop an NM, or is it Ooh. like? Or is it like that's that's the separation of difficulty tiers? Like no, I think that would be cool if there was a lottery chance. Like as long as it's not competing for the H and M in like the open pop world. As long as it's like I'm popping this item and there's like a one percent chance of it being, you know, like Nidhogg versus Fafner, for example. That could make gear and sets have that kind of wow factor, right? Like this person has that because they had that RNG of 1% of this NM spawning. Well, I don't disagree with you. I do think that it would present a problem for underprepared parties that uh, are coming ready for, you know, like... And that's the risk that you have to take. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing as, like, when you do treasure maps, even, like the dragon skin maps. Yeah. There's so many that Siren and I can just duo, but if we get the Chimera one, we can't do that, really. We need three people. So it's kind of just that chance that you have to take. Maybe we can do it now, but... We couldn't before, at least as a paladin and a monk, because we didn't have any healing. Maybe, but every other one we could do. So I could see this being, you know, if it's only a 1% chance, you have a 99% chance of getting one that your underprepared party can kill. And then, you know, you get that 1% chance, you fuck up and die, you start over. Nika. Right. Yeah, but, Why don't you use clemency? <laughs> you have healing. Uh, uh, it costs like 2,000 MP. <laughs> uh, Jasset in the chat saying that they said you can queue solo for the Sky Island exploration. Uh, but what they didn't say is, does that mean that you will then enter solo or does that mean that you are queuing into into a party into a, yeah, into a party making system? Because well, that, he, that word queue doesn't sit right with it me. It doesn't sit right with me either because it's that, supposed to be open, open world. world. It doesn't make sense. It's not I, instance. Yeah. I, I, Are you queuing with only your server? I don't know. Is that the word they actually said? Or is that the I word don't know. Well, that's what that's because, that's the word that Jasset used. So it could just mean, you know, you can hit a little button that transports you by yourself. Or it could mean exactly. it's transporting you into a party. Right. And, but then what, what happens if you... But then, okay, but who's saying that if it does put you into a party when you teleport there, who's to say you can't just hit slash leave and then wander around solo? I, I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> I guess but but to me like I don't that doesn't make sense with like my with nodes being up there and shit like yeah you should be able to go solo yeah, yeah. exactly so I don't think that there's going to be an ex exactly like a queue system for this and if there is then that to me says that there's going to be some kind of matchmaking and and I don't know that I don't think this needs to have any matchmaking at all I don't think so I I, I yeah I, if it is a queue like is it going to be only within our server yeah. or does that mean it's going to or our data center yeah who who knows, man? Who knows? I don't know, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, NMs and HNMs, and also uh, you'll be able to spirit bond your I-80 gear. Um, so, Which is a One, good thing. I-180. I-180, whatever. Uh, so, uh, the, another point, you can also change jobs freely. 
Again, well, that yeah. makes me think that it's not instanced. You will not have to do something like a queue for it. There won't be matchmaking. I think you can probably just go up there by yourself. Everything that this is like alluding to makes me say zone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so there. Yeah. As uh, Juxta was saying, bronze, silver, and gold chest will spawn, uh, and uh, points can uh, be exchanged for gear and items. So. Yeah. Apparently, there's gonna be points up there. So yeah. it's another currency system, I guess. Great. I mean, but that could be something like what they have with Alex, where like you kill this H and M, you get a random drop, but everyone who killed it also gets a token to buy a piece for it. That's possible. I think it's actually probably more likely that it'll be like an allied seals type thing. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Oh, like maybe it'll be completely segregated from anything or, else. But yeah. what, what does it mean that like bad things can possibly happen? Like if I, you open, I don't know. Oh, if you open a chest, can it turn into a mimic or something? Or like, what does that even mean? When I was reading the, uh, 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 fuck the document for the live letter, it just said bad stuff can happen. And it was talking about it was talking around the chest area, so I assumed it's from the chests, but I don't know what it means or what it entails or anything. That's or maybe that's just when bad it thing, could bad spawn thing. a really hard version of the NM that's like not even killable yet because artificial gear check. <laughs> don't sound too jaded, Nika. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, but I mean, like, what kind of what kind of actual punishment would it be? You know what I mean? Like, if if the battle is done, you're opening the chest. It takes your gear away. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you're done for the day. Oh, oh my gear's taken away. Like, we weren't going to progress to the NM, next NM anyway. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like that's a punishment for somebody who is going to continue playing, not somebody who could choose to just, ah, oh, it's fuck it. It's time to log off. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's, it's a weird point. As a, at, the, at the point you're also being rewarded is a weird time to also be punished. Do you think it might be timed in the fact you go in here and you have an hour to do whatever you want, and then after that hour you're... Oh, kicked. that sounds like Abyssia. Don't even... Uh, I'm just saying. Don't like start Abyssia. it. Don't. Yeah. They haven't said anything like that, but yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. Although, I mean, I although Abyssia's idea was okay me. at first, where you could choose to go in for amount of time and level, or you can choose to go in and do the NMs, and that was kind of your choice, which works to an extent as long as it's not game-breaking. So, I mean, I guess what, you enter, you have an hour to kill, you can choose between, like, going after this NM or that NM, and then after an hour, then it, like, bars you from entering, like, Dynamis or something for a couple days. They didn't Oof. say that it was going to have a new bar to oh, enter. No. Don't make me not be able to do content. I hate that. Oh my god! Yeah, our lockouts are a pain in the ass. I and they're they're not fun. They I guess they it depends. If they make like a really big difficult uh, tier progression, then there'd be no need for lockouts. Exactly. Exactly. But if they don't, Thank you. If they make it pretty easier than we think it's going to be, then everyone will have all the gear, and we won't care about doing it after a couple weeks. How how hard do you think it's going to be, Nika? I mean, I don't know. They say, okay, but when they say that the monsters are level 80 to 90, that means in comparison to us being level 60, right? Because yes. even though we're level 60, we're eye level 210. Like, are these mobs that are level 80 stronger than level 210? They like, said how that strong does that mean that they are? And does that mean that in a couple more patches when we're like I-280, are we going to outgear these? Yeah, can we fart and blow I mean, them off the island? They're still 20, 30 levels <laughs> higher than us, but is our gear going to make that much of a difference? Or are these... I mean, they say the weakest mob is about an A-rank hunt, right? You can yeah. kill an A-rank hunt with six to eight people. With a party. So a level 80 uh, would be a party. So I'd assume a level 90 would need 
Two parties? Two parties? If, Three parties? If this is a dick roll, I'm seriously going to be so, no. so disappointed. It's got to have teeth. It has to have teeth. It can't Square be Enix, it has to have teeth. Listen to me. You've given us so many other things, nerf bats for weapons. Just put put some put some fucking teeth into this fight and make it challenging and make people want to continue doing it. Doing it. Make make those two ten weapon uh, items. Make those worth investing in. Show me your teeth. It's <laughs> like I I I just I don't want this to be the catch up event like hunts were. You know what I mean? Hunts were a non hunts non were game. A, hunts were a catch up. They they were just allowed the community. And you know what? Fine. Put the coats and twines and the upgrade shit. Put that in hunts. Put that in fucking CT or void arc until your heart's content. Make this shit fucking hard. Make it challenging. In uh, the patch 2.5, the last one, could you get uh, upgrade items from hunts? Yeah. You could? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was, I don't know which patch they put it in, but yeah, you could. Yeah. Okay. I just remember uh, farming all my upgrade items from Crystal Tower. Yeah, I mean, that's when they added the, the unstained mark logs for the original yes. upgrades. And then once the next set of upgrades came out for the, the next set of tomes, they put the bloodstained mark logs. Yeah. And oh, then they yeah. moved the, all the hunt stuff to like grand company seals. And then they put the new stuff on hunts. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I got to so. cap out my allied seals now. Uh, Jess would say again uh, they're saying they're as hard as A ranks no I think what they meant was that the regular open roaming mobs in there are going to be A ranks that's what I took away that from would that. be cool yeah the weakest mean- ones the weakest ones yeah the, the normal mobs you want to farm for the supposed pop items yes exactly those Our- will be A ranks and yeah. that's fair I think that's fair that's, that's good that's totally fair that well, would be a nice amount of difficulty a two parties taking on an A rank which by the way happens all the time now uh, if, if you're not doing hunts right now, uh, there's barely anyone doing them. You have to shout for at least five or ten minutes to get enough people there to be able to Even kill for a rank. A rank. Yeah, yeah, for a ranks, and, and I mean, it, two solid parties against an a rank. That's actually a fun fight. I'm not going to lie. That's it not has a mechanic. It's not what? a dick roll, and it's fun. One party against an A rank is awesome too. We have one yes. tank, one healer, and a bunch of DPS. Yes. Like, even the other, like not the other day, but most recently, like I was tanking. We had one healer. Everyone was dead, and I was I finished it off as a tank. It was really exciting. Totally. I can imagine. I hope that this has that kind of. Difficulty. I do too. I do too. Because yeah, I I agree. I've there have been, uh, and especially since hunts are you know aren't just this big clusterfuck anymore. That's always the the time that I have the most fun with hunts, and that I'm actually more active in doing hunts is when you know there's like you know 12 to 14 people standing around to try to kill it that's fun to me so yeah i think if the easiest mobs in there are a rank hunts that's fun and that bodes pretty well for the challenge that you're going to be presented with when you spawn these nms so uh, that's what i'm hoping for at least something that's kind of hard that you need people for but that gonna bust your balls like a savage mode right right and i mean there's plenty of ways that they could fuck this up i mean they could just put one nm uh, per island and that's as hard as an a rank and there goes your fun system that's out right out the window there goes all your fun you're just doing you're just doing hunts in the sky now congratulations (laughs) uh that would be very disappointing but i i think if there are if 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 they took some of the things that we suggested here today uh seriously that 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 would be i think that would be a really fun system the only foreboding thing about this 
is they have never mentioned like a pop system at all. No, you're right. Yeah, we're all just complete speculation. Speculation. I know, but they, but but they are. They have said, you know, like the easiest mobs up there. Which we just don't know what the mobs up there mean when they when they're referencing that. We just don't know what they mean. So, uh, having to. having to extrapolate uh, a little bit from that so anyway all right uh if you'd like to give us a call here at limit break radio uh send us a skype message to the skype account limit break radio or give us a call 810-515-8715 if you've got anything to say about the uh the new airship event or any of the uh revelations from out at the tokyo game show uh give us a call and uh share it share your opinion here with uh with us on uh, limit break radio are we being too critical are we being too negative or uh you know do uh do, do you think that uh, some of this frustration is at all justified uh so they also outlined what lords of verminion is going to be uh and apparently it's going to be kind of rts that's not, cool uh, i like that actually uh, yeah it's interesting you think you're gonna do it i might do it well, i'm gonna try it no matter what i will but again it all comes down to incentive yeah <laughs> so like, MGP, what's the reason for doing it I mean, it is going to be in the gold saucer, right? So it probably will give yes. MGP reward. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I hope that it gives things like you can get rare minions or mounts or something cool. There's going to be a ranked mode and there's going to be a tournament mode. So that just tells me that, yes, it's going to be at least have as much uh, support as Triple Triad does. Okay, I like the triple triad stuff, but I hope the tournament isn't so easy to break where you can just have your friends throw all the fights for you so that you can be on top. I've been well, doing actually, that too. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not hard. Like all you need is one person to just lose all their matches to you and you can get easily in the top 10. Well, no, the tournament thing is random, so you can't do that. Well, we, what do you mean by random? Okay, well there's five modes: tutorial mode, challenge is a ranked mode, training is versus CPU, uh, battle which would be an unranked mode in the tournament matches. Uh, the, it matches the players automatically, so you can't cheese it like in Oh, triad. I see. Okay. So it's something you queue up like against... Like, it's like Wolves Den. You just like okay. queue up oh, and then... Great. There you go. Okay, right. so I just queue up with someone who's French only and have them... <laughs> <laughs> It said, they said it wouldn't be as cheesed as easily, okay? <laughs> Still can so, be So, I mean, well, that mean that we, for tournaments, you can face people on other servers, or it's just, like, on your own server? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, they, haven't, they didn't add that with Triple Triad. I can't see them adding. I mean, come on. Cross-server Triple Triad would have been fun, but I can't see them doing that for well, Lord of Verminion. When you, when you queue up for the Chocobo races, does it put people with you from other servers? I think it does. I actually have no idea. I does have anyone no idea. Care? Well, so that's what I'm just wondering. If they do it for the Chocobo races, they could easily do it for this. I don't know. I, I uh, Juxta, you just keep you keep reading this shit because I, <laughs> I, right. I just don't care. I, I like it. Okay, you use your minions to destroy opposing Arcana. That's like PvP. What? Instead of the nodes, you have Arcana stones, and instead of you, you use a minion. It's yeah, like it's P- cool, and you like. <laughs> Uh, all the minions have like different stats, like uh, HP, attack, defense, and speed. And uh, uh, they say that minion stats will be different from minion to minion. Now I don't know if that means like my Yagiri is going to be different from Nika's Yagiri. Like she'll have more attack, but I have more defense. Or if it's just like they're being dumb and saying that Yagiri and Hildebrand uh, poppets have different stats. I don't know. But um, they also said control will be limited. You can say where they go, but who they attack directly, uh, that's that's oh. up to the minion. 
So. That's lame. I was hoping I could actually like choose my Hildebrand minion and actually control and run around and attack things. No, no, no you're going to... Why gonna, would you have thought that that... Why would you have entertained that idea for even a second? You know damn that's well that's not what like we were going to get. screenshots when you saw all the minions and like no, that area. No, no. Okay, okay. No, no, no. You're going to choose from all your minions. They all like have a specific cost or whatever, right? Okay. And like Hildebrand will cost 30, like a, uh, a little squirrel would cost 10 or whatever and you put like some minions on the field and you choose where they go and how to like advance and stuff and then they choose how to attack and who's like in their attack range or whatever like tower defense type of things kind of but you can move them around and stuff so it's like an RTS, but you don't really choose who attacks who. So it's not a fucking RTS. Yeah, that's, yeah RTS. Oh, I guess, yeah, it is like a tower defense then, I guess. Oh, God. I guess. Ugh. Yeah, tower defense that lets you move them. Yeah. Yeah, and more active tower God defense. God damn though. it. No, this is so... I'm... Yeah. No. Okay. I really want it to be like a Pokemon Stadium type of thing where you could actually play as the minion no. and attack things. Yeah, no. Like, and you would have like a list happen. of three moves and you could click on it and attack things and... Like PvP, but you get to control your minion instead. That, that was never going to happen. But they have different types. They have Poppet, Monster, Critter, and Gadget. And it's like rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Poppets beat monsters, monsters beat critters, and critters beat Poppets. And Gadgets are neutral. Wait, oh so they can't choose who they attack. So I can put them somewhere, but if it just so happens that one of mine that loses to the other one happens to be in its way, I'm pretty much dooming it to fail and I can't do anything about it. Well, you can remove them. You tell them to go somewhere else. You know what I you know what I really hope? I really hope that it that they take a page from Fire Emblem and if your minion dies, you lose the minion. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. That would put some real stakes in it. Put some nuts no. on it. Well, some of them are exclusive, like veteran rewards. I know. Man, no, give it no some, give it some balls. Never, no, because and no give one those and give it. those minions. Give the, the give the exclusive ones the absolute best stats, but the no most bomb banana stats. If they lost it, they lose it forever. Exactly. That's fun. That would be fun. That was a. That would I would fucking for be you, into that. But the thing is, there are so many. Yes, it would be. It would. It, a, the collectors would never do it. They'd be alienating a huge part of their player base for, like they're really the only point to having minions is to collect them first so you're of all go in there and lose them no one will do it first of all i would be so into this because i can give a fuck about my minions so you could take all of them today you, them you could take all of them today and i would not be the least bit heartbroken i'd i'd bye see you later the thing <laughs> i never used okay so and then secondly secondly this would provide Hours upon hours of entertainment for me personally, because all I would do is seek out Twitch streams of people who are really, really into playing Lords of Verminion and have great, you know, great minions. And just I would I would camp their streams for hours and hours and hours to, to watch, watch them, them lose, lose, to watch them lose their exclusive minion and cry and lose their shit. And then I would take <laughs> that video and I'd play it on this show and I'd make fun of them endlessly. And it would be. It would be a joy for me. All you'd have to do is watch our stream when it happens to Juxta. It would be a joy. Oh, <laughs> I would do it. I, do you really think I'm going to put my Hildebrand up there? I would nothing dancing. Nothing but, if nothing but was, bats and slimes yeah, all day, exactly. every day. If you could lose 
your minions. Granted, I think finally some of the stupid minions would have more value on the market board because more people would be buying them. But nobody would ever use their good ones for fear of losing them. Yeah, then don't use them. Then don't use them. No better. But you know what? Your matches are going to suck. And the person that has the balls to use them are going to fucking wipe the floor with you. But, I mean, there's got to be some kind of, you know, there's like, you've got to have some kind of way to, as we were talking in the metagame episode, got to have some kind of way to balance that. You got to have like a shit deck that can just destroy shit like that and then take their bomb ass minion. You, you're not going to tell me that that's fun. That would no. be that would be so much fun. Oh my I would god! Never play it. I oh would never my play god! It. That I would I, I'd do nothing else. That because you, it's I, that a would gold change the event, whole system. You're going to get MGP for it. That would change the whole system for me, and it would I would I would be so into that. It would be hilarious, hilarious. You know, there have been entire, you know, there have been entire MMOs where there are servers where when you die, the person who kills you gets to loot your corpse. And let's say you were carrying all your money. Fuck it. All your money's gone. I mean, like, why is there? Why does everything have to be so everything? You got to put diapers and fucking bumper corners on everything in this game. Because money is something Fuck's you can sake. get again. A veteran reward is not something you can ever get again. Who cares? Yeah. You know what? It, fuck it. Who cares? Who cares? It just it, it puts it puts a little bit of like you know like oh maybe I should hold that back into it and that's fun to me that's way more that's way more interesting and fun as a system than than th- it won't happen though, I know it won't I know it especially won't. because okay in FF8 if you lost a triple triad match you actually lost a card you I know you don't lose cards in this game You're I, not I know and that's a f- doesn't that suck. Am I the only one that thinks no, that sucks? No, I would sucks? be so pissed if I lost a card whenever I lost a match. That would be amazing. That it would, should. That would honestly, that would make Triple Triad amazing. No, because they wanted to control the mar. They didn't want people to like. Because if, if you could lose them to each other, then they would have to allow you to trade them, and that would also mean that you would be able to collect more than one. And the way that Triple Triad and Minions works is you can only have one of the same. If you take someone else's, you're having double, and that's a lot. That's a different system entirely. I I I like I like the idea of you lose you lose the minion. I I like it, it dies it dies you lose it. <laughs> it's gone. I fucking love that idea. And I wish I know it's I know it would never happen. Get out with that idea. I know I know it would never no. happen cuz no. cuz it's Square Enix, but I'm telling you that would make it fun for me. If, if, I mean, you know, people in the chat are like, "Well, if you're complaining about everything in Nero, what would be fun for you?" That would be fun for me. <laughs> that would sincerely be fun. I love watching YouTube videos of people who fuck up Hearthstone decks or, you know, like, like they, they fucking, uh, what, what was the, th- there was some, there was something about Hearthstone where there were like certain packs. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Bu- people were buying the wrong packs in these huge, like $60 quantities. And then they'd realize what they did and shit their pants on stream. And that was the funniest thing in the world for me. Yeah. They'd spend like 90 bucks and they'd buy the classic pack and yes. the new expansion pack. Yes, exactly. Because they're morons. Exactly. How do you make that mistake? Stu- well, because they're, they're stupid. Because you're stupid and you click the wrong button and you have nobody to blame but yourself and you can be mad Was at nobody. Was confirmation that said you, you are buying the classic pack? Proceed. It says, "Do you want to spend ninety bucks on cart on Hearthstone?" And you click OK. Yeah, it. I mean, it, I mean, people, like- people do that shit all the time. I mean, I miss click shit all the time, but like, not not to where it costs me ninety fucking dollars. And and I generally don't tend to do that stuff in a 
very public setting. But I mean, just it's like the meltdown that people would have. I would care less. Like the thing is, you know, fucking lose a minion. I do. I could as a player, I could care less about that system. But I I do understand how much minions mean to some players out there and to watch them completely unravel and lose their shit as they lost an exclusive minion would just be the funniest thing in the world for me. Yeah, because you don't care about minions. I feel like if you actually cared, you would be completely on the other end of this right now. No, so like, no. You, you just don't care because you have nothing to lose from this. Well, I mean, I mean and we, that's like, tr- people who care about their minions would never tr- even play this game. Well, that's true. <laughs> While that's absolutely true. No, I don't think that if I cared about minions, I would be on the other side of that because I'm I, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That it's uh, I, again, I'm going to go back to citing Ultima Online, which had this great the, the great idea where anything that was on your character when you died, you lose it. You have great loot, you're using a bomb ass sword, that sword's gone. The motherfucker who killed you just took it. And now what? You're going to kill him to take it back? Good luck. Find him again. I, you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of <laughs> I love that shit. I love that kind of multiplayer gameplay where it's just like not nah, fuck you. You know, like, and I understand that that's not for everyone and and that it doesn't necessarily have to be the cornerstone that the game is built on. But having an element of that in in Final Fantasy 14, that is sorely lacking in this game. You could have it. It's supposed to be a mini game. This isn't supposed to be something that makes you cry and rage. So is Hearthstone. Hey, Hearthstone is an eSport, and they have BlizzCon qualifiers and, like, $250,000 prizes. That was a bullshit spinoff that got hot, dude. That was, like, <laughs> no, no, even Blizzard was like, yeah, I don't know, guys. Hey. Digital. We could, why don't we print this on actual cardboard and some genius in there was like, no, 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 no. No, we're going to put, just put it out as a game. Don't charge anything. Just charge for the packs. It's, it, this is fucking brilliant. We'll make a bajillion dollars. And it worked. And, and You go to Twitch right now. And you see what's in the top three, probably top number one being streamed right now. And I can guarantee you Hearthstone is in the top three. I can also tell you that poker for a while had a place on television. It doesn't mean that it was any good or interesting to watch. But I love watching Texas Hold'em. Okay, great. You like watching side. You like watching mini games. Good job. That's a poker's a mini game. It's a life mini game. <laughs> poker's a well, mini game for life. Anything. Congratulations. <laughs> anything you play then is a mini game. Don't don't, don't unpack the logic of it, Nika. <laughs> don't try to think about it. You know I have a great point. Now just roll with it. We're doing a mini game right now. Yes. We're doing a meta mini game. I don't even know what the words I'm saying mean anymore. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, th- Did I just blow your mind? Is that is that is that everything for Lords of Verminion? Are we done? Uh, well, uh, we can talk a little bit more about can, it. Are, are we done? Please, can we be done? <laughs> uh, let's see. Matchmaking based oh on performance, God. similar to Wolves Den, and we covered um, this. Uh, achievements, rewards, uh, more minions for the minion god. No oh, god. Okay. Oh, so there will be minion rewards from this. Yes. Yes. For the minion god. <laughs> yeah, the minion god. I don't even know what that means. You never heard the more blood for the blood god? You never uh, heard that phrase before? No. No? It was on something. No. Well, it's a thing. <laughs> Forget it. You ruined it, Nika. Thank Sorry. you. Thank okay. you. Good job. And now we and now we have Alicia Makers of Hyperion on the line. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yep. we can hear Hi. you. Hi. How's it going? 
going pretty good. Thanks for calling the show. What's up? All right. Well, uh, I was just uh, listening in on the TGS, and I just had a thought where I thought about the census that they released like a month ago. Yeah. And like how there's like barely any people doing the Alex normal, let alone Savage. Yeah. So I was thinking that maybe that they just thought that, okay, we can afford to push back to to November because like uh, the Raiders, like since they're like such a small number, uh, if they like unsub, we won't lose as much and they'll, they'll just resub back on November. That's what I was thinking. Um, I, you know, I, I, they lose money that way though. Why would that be a smart business plan? Yeah. I think, I, I, I think that there's some, there, there, that logic is a bit problematic there. Um, and, and the, the reason being is that, you know, uh, you had mentioned that the stat for people clearing Alex Savage was low, but also that people doing and queuing for Alex Normal was low. And and again, I think that this all relates back to incentive that the event Alexander overall isn't properly incentivized because the gear that you get out of it from the normal mode isn't relevant at all. And and uh, uh, Savage is being immediately undercut by uh, this this new gear that's coming out as well as being able to upgrade your ESO items, which we know is going to be coming in the next patch anyway. And because players who would normally be motivated to continue trying that event and be engaged in that event got what they wanted out of it, which was their story so easily with one round through of Alex normal. That's why, I mean, I I think that 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 is why both of those numbers are down. And the fact that both of those numbers are down are, is really concerning from an overall community engagement standpoint. And not only that, but the content that we're going to get in 3.1 doesn't even cater to the hardcore players at all. That's right. There is no there's no end game progression. So really, you're just hurting their casual base by pushing this back. Yeah. And the people who aren't clearing Savage aren't really going to want to clear it anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, giving giving them seven more weeks. I don't think that that's going to get people who aren't into Savage already into Savage. I mean, do you, do you do you think that that's wrong? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I've, now I forgot. I forgot uh, the caller's Alicia. name. Alicia. Alicia. I'm sorry. Uh, do do you do you think that that's that's apt or not? Oh, I don't really think it's like a good idea or anything like that. It's just that uh, it is kind of puzzling because it's hard to believe that they uh, lost so much time just from a vacation. I know. Um, I know that that is legitimately confusing, isn't it? I feel like it was a bad move to even tell us that they had a vacation. Like they should have just kept that a secret and just told us that, you know, they were working on making the content better. And I think, you know, we wouldn't be as we would still demand or confused and we'd still be mad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not sure their their strategy behind telling us or admitting that. Yeah, that it was a vacation that, that held it up. Yeah, that may not have been the smartest move on their part. Um, but I, I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it, I, I, and I, and I do think that there is a, a little, a little bit to the theory that the reason Alex three and four are so difficult and have such tight DPS gear requirement checks is because they wanted to hold people out. They wanted to hold people back from, from clearing for longer than, than they normally would have. Like, and I, and I know that that's super cynical and, and, and and it makes it sound like Square Enix is also super cynical, but like I just 
I don't under I I can't understand the reasoning for you know for making those uh, the the fights are I think people have pointed this out they're artificially hard like there's an artificial difficulty that's built in that gets that is eased with better gear really I mean do you really think that's, that's what I that's what that's how I see a super tight DPS check yeah okay well that's kind of past at this point I mean the issue with a three savage. I mean, what is it, Nika? It's not gear. I mean, well, with there more is gear? still a part of it that would be a easier lot, with well, gear, but there is a lot of not bullshit for, mechanics yeah. that are like they're just really hard to handle. Like A one and two are very, very, very clearly the problem is DPS checks, and I think I mean they must have done that on purpose, knowing that their next patch was going to be so long from now that, that they know. Yeah, that and the that's average, what I'm saying. The average player won't be clearing A two yep. Savage until yep. they get all their SO upgrade gear or whatever, and so that's yep. going to take a longer amount of time in general, so that. The, they can take longer to release the patch. See, that's that's player. what I'm thinking, and and I, I see. I feel I don't know. I feel like a cynic thinking that because uh, it just seems like a, such a cynical thing to do. I don't think so because I feel like if you like the people who can't clear a one and a two savage right now just because of gear, I don't think they have any hope of clearing a three. Before 3.1 comes out. So I feel like they would be the ones to be disillusioned to just give up. Man, I don't know. I just, it's so, it's so hard. I mean, I think it's just they had too big of a bite and they couldn't get this shit done fast enough. I think that's why it's. You really think that what they've outlined for 3.1 is too big of a bite for them? No, not compared to what they've. No, okay. With what they've delivered in the past, this seems like. In the past, they gave us three new dungeons we're only getting two this time and they give us a crystal tower type of thing like they're i mean are they saying that like okay maybe this new zone is the amount of development time of the other dungeon but if that's the case it's equal in what they're releasing exactly i don't maybe i mean before 60 to 80 hour work weeks maybe now they're doing 40 to 60 they're cutting back on how much manpower they're putting into the game. Why? Why? They just hit 5 million fucking subs. They're getting more money than they've ever gotten for this game at one time. They have. There's no reason for them to take a break or to cut down on hours. They have every reason to throw maybe, more development resources at it. Maybe they're dying. They're literally dying from being overworked, and they're trying to make sure they don't die. Well, no, I'm just saying from a company standpoint, like, that's a, that's a systemic problem that Square Enix as a company would need to address. Right, I so mean, like, just, why, why, would, why cut resources on the thing that's bringing in the most revenue for your company? What, so they just wanted to add more people, hire more people? Okay, you job. can't just make up jobs like this. <laughs> No, but share the. I, I don't. I don't know what the answer is because I don't know what their actual staffing problem is. But if they're if they have a staffing problem where they need to take vacations, man, fuck. I, they're getting they're getting twelve of my dollars every single month. They're gonna get, you know, like they're gonna get more of my money in this fucking downtime. We're paying them a considerable amount of money to deliver content and to deliver content on a schedule. And then when uh, like. When they decide to push that back, what we're just not we're, we're oh okay it's Yoshi P we're gonna let it slide he, it's the Yoshi P he's fine no <laughs> fuck that we're paying we're paying a lot of money we d- and and for that they should just hire more people I don't understand like the difficulty in ag- doing that again again if it's a if it's a staffing problem throw, just throw more resources at the problem 
Especially since this is your bread and butter at exactly. the Exactly. It's making more money for your company than any other product. Oh, except for Final Fantasy thirteen. That was a hit. Why why would you <laughs> why would you take why would you take any kind of development resource away from that? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you let it why would you let the momentum down for even a moment? When you know when you know that you're nipping at the heels of World of Warcraft. That is an accomplishment, by the way, that no other game with a subscription has gotten anywhere even fucking close to. Well, WoW is also dipping right now. WoW is dip still. WoW is shitting right now. Still cutting into half of their fucking population a year out of your out of the you know re-release of your game. That's significant. Doesn't matter if WoW's on the decline or if it's in eleven. You still have fucking five million people, and you are and you're doing. You've got five million people with a sub. How the fuck that does? That's so much fucking money. Five million with subs. There is no other MMO other than WoW that has gotten to that point. Ever. Ever. And Did they say five million accounts were active, though, or that they just had five million that's accounts the thing. You, that were you, registered? You, you really can't. Like, I, I don't know. I don't remember what exactly the statement was, but, it, you know, like... Th- it's the only data that we have to gauge this stuff is what comes out of the company themselves. Like there are no independent agencies that track populations of MMOs or active player bases of MMOs. There used to be, but there's not anymore, which is really unfortunate. So all we have to go, uh, go by are official statements given by the company. Now the company said that they were at 5 million, that they had hit the 5 million mark. They put that everywhere. I don't remember what exactly the language was, but 5 million if you're going to say it publicly, you better have some kind of number to back that up. Right? If they're just saying uh, accounts, then I think like World of Warcraft has like 25 or 20 million accounts, but obviously not all of those are active. Right. So, I mean it's Right. That would and that would be that would be completely different, but I think the I think the implication was that it was 5 million active subscribers. Really? I think that's I I want to throw think, around the 1 million figure for active subscriptions, but I I can't source anything, so. Yeah, I mean the chat's making a good point. Like when they showed the census, what 250,000 people cleared Alex normal out of 5 million players, only a quarter of a million have cleared it. That doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, well, uh, but again, you know, you don't you don't have uh, not all five million of those people are sitting at level 50. Some of them have joined at different points of the game. But if you have if you're counting five million among your subscribers and that's the number that you're going to put out there, then you know what? As a player and as a casual observer, I'm going to have some expectations for your content. That's I don't think that's unfair. I think that's totally valid. That's true. If they're throwing that number around, then they need to hold up to what they're posting about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. I, th- I and and I mean, you know, fucking call me salty, call me mad all you want, but I I I think that yeah, you're going to th- if you want to throw your weight around like that, you better be able to back it up. And the way that they have to back it up is they have to back it up with the development that they show toward this game. And making players wait another 7 weeks, that's fucked. That's fucked up. Yeah. True that, Holmes. It really is. All right. So, uh, uh, again, if you have anything uh, to add to this discussion, uh, you can, uh, of course, call the show uh, on Skype at Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715 if you're calling in on a normal old phone. Uh, let's. Uh, I think that that takes care of everything that we have from uh, TGS. 
and you know, I think we touched on a, on a kind of an interesting topic here, which is, uh, you know, what does what does FF fourteen hitting the five million player mark? What does that really mean? What does that mean for the game? What does that mean for the for us as the community? How 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 much can we trust that number of five million? Uh, and I think that we're going to spend some time unpacking that on another episode. Uh, because it's, uh, I, I, you know, we, we touched on it here. I think we opened it up and, uh, and, you know, we're not going to have much to talk about in the next seven weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's damn sure. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think that that might be, uh, an episode coming up here, guys. Uh, so, you know, uh, think about that. What does 5 million players for Final Fantasy 14, what does that mean when World of Warcraft is also sitting at 5 million? What does it mean that, you know, games like Guild Wars 2 uh, don't ask for uh, a monthly subscription and then don't provide the same amount of content? What kind of expectations are set up through those games? So we're going to want to know what you have to say. And of course, we take your emails at hostsetlimitbreakradio.com. Feel free to write us uh, or you can can always call the show uh, on Skype at Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715. If you're happening to catch this on the podcast, which comes out on Tuesdays at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com, uh, then uh, I invite you, please join us live. I know that our schedule, our live schedule has bounced around a little bit in the last couple of weeks, uh, but we're trying to shore it up uh, as best we can. We are real people. We do have uh, other things that are going <laughs> no, on. I'm a bot. Go- going on in our lives and and uh, and so we have to be able to account for that sometimes. Uh, and uh, and and of course, we do appreciate your patience uh, with stuff like that, you know, running with a, a small crew of three now for two weeks in a row. Uh, and 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 yet still just as uh, as entertaining and thought provoking as ever. And, uh, you know, that's that's just the kind of shit that you get here with uh, with Limit Break Radio. So uh, be an active part of Limit Break Radio. Write us. Call into the show. Uh, and that all happens uh, live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio uh, and through our website at LimitBreakRadio.com. All right. Let's read this first email here. Hey, LBR team. Rascaria Lord from Diabolos here. Just want to say thanks for the awesome show you guys do. Was wondering how you feel about Machinist. Now, do you think that they do more DPS uh, that more people actually know what they're doing? Uh, best of luck and keep on rocking, guys. Thank you very much, Riskeria, for that email. Uh, Machinist, how are you guys feeling about Machinist? Uh, we have a Machinist in our endgame raid, and he's just fine. Like He's holding his own? <laughs> yeah, we have no problems with it. Okay. For, yeah. Well. I don't know. I always dread having a Machinist in my party just because they don't know what they're doing. And like, well, that was like that, but that was I still no any machinist who spams that gauss barrel that's gonna like move like as a tank. Your biggest job is to position the mob so that they're not facing the healers and so that they're in a way that everyone can hit them or like the monk can do their positionals. You get them just right, and the machinist knocks the mob across the zone. (laughs) Now all of a sudden you have two mobs facing each other, one facing the healers and one not, and I have to run in a whole circle to fix it. Like, come on, machinist! Like, no, like the bosses don't get knocked back use it on the boss like for extra dps i get it but like pay attention like the tanks have a very crucial job to right. not yeah. kill you and by aiming them out towards yourself you're doing no favors that, that actually no, that first of all that's fair second of all it doesn't really ha- i haven't seen that happen in a long oh, time it still does it happened it, it happened a lot uh, well, maybe it happens in like low level queues or something like that but i haven't i haven't experienced that in a long time but here's the here's the thing you know what's funny about that is that you know for the first like two or three days of heaven's word i 
didn't realize that machinists got that ability. <laughs> and so every time that would happen, I would go, stop fucking fluid oaring! <laughs> fucking stop! And then and they go, I, uh, I, I didn't touch fluid aura. And, and of course the machinist would be very fucking quiet at that point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't run into that as much anymore. I think machinists have, uh, you know, the, the okay, ones, no, the, the ones the, who are queuing in like expert dungeons, they're pretty good. You know, I haven't, I haven't run into any problems with them. I haven't tried to do anything serious with them though. So. Nika, okay, here's the problem. That ability does damage. So all the machinists is trying to do is make up for the oh, paladin's lack of damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. I Zing. understand off cooldown things like throw, like even as a monk, I'll throw in the stuns or the other random things just to get that extra DPS. But when you're just fighting trash mobs, it really doesn't matter that much. Like I said, like the bosses don't get knocked back. Yeah. So like use them on the bosses, use them where you can get extra DPS. But on the trash mobs, please don't inconvenience the tank. Please, it's <laughs> stupid. And all you're doing is risking getting yourself hit with stupid AoEs. Oh, so. uh, yeah. The yeah. problem with Machinist is it's very complex with the rotation and what they want to do and they're they're terrible at trash because like I guess a big chunk of their damage comes from wildfire procs or whatever and trash doesn't live long enough for them to build up a good wildfire yeah yeah I've heard that as well so I've leveled. I mean, I've, forever. I've, I've leveled it a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, like I, I spent a little bit of time uh, hanging out with machinists, and I like it. And and there, and you know, uh, uh, who was it that said that? That said it in the chat. Uh, Ramos saying in the chat, like, yeah, it does require a great amount of precision and awareness to play. Like, I, 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 I will say this: I admire a really good machinist. Um, yeah, but like the bad ones are noticeable, though. It's just bad because. There aren't very many good machinists. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm not going to call any names, but uh, <laughs> the few times I went with uh, some machinists in the LBR LS. Oh, no. I've. Uh, <laughs> you know, you I, know I, who you are. I'm just saying, as a white mage, I may have been contributing a little bit more than they have. Oh, wow. So. Chest oh, fired. I'm, I'm just. Is that, look, is that what the numbers say? Is that what the... That's what the little bird says in my ear. Oh, is that a little bird named Parser? Uh, it's called ACT. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, The yeah. bird's name is Act. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got it. Um, but, no, I mean, a good machinist, fine. You're, you're a contribution. Guess what? You're, there's not very many good machinists, okay? <laughs> and if you think you're a good one, you're probably not, Okay. <laughs> No, no, the good machinists know who they are. They know. They they they, they just they're know not, deep in their hearts. Yes, that they do the damage. There's a lot of people who are getting insecure by this segment and but the ones who are not, they're like, "Yeah, I know what he's talking about." Yeah, yeah, I'm a machinist. I get it. I get it. You're the one <laughs> you're the ones we don't worry about. <laughs> Spoilers, it's you. Uh anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh let's uh let's take this next email here. Uh Nico, why don't you yeah, take Yeah, I'll one? take this one. Sure. All right, they say, Hello, my name is Lilith Tyrannus of Fairy Server. First off, I wanted to start off this email by saying that I have been a huge fan of the show since the eleven days. You guys have provided me with countless hours of entertainment over the years, and if I weren't so in debt as a college student, I would have donated on Patreon much sooner. Oh, uh, that's very right. nice. That's that's yeah. too nice. You know, that's too nice. I I, I you guys on Patreon, you guys uh, blow me away. I can't believe that uh, uh, that that you guys are so nice and generous to, to support us like that. And uh, you know, we we like as our, our I've said this before. Our total fluctuates all over the place. We've been as high as almost nineteen hundred. Uh, right now, we're at uh, fifteen sixty six. And uh, and you know, we we understand that uh, not everyone's going to be able to support Limit Break Radio forever. 
and uh and you know we we so appreciate what you're able to give when you're able to give it uh it's 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 amazing it's incredible and uh we can't we can't thank you enough guys so uh yeah, thank even you just so the much. thought that you want yeah. to to help even if you can't it, that means a lot for real so. yeah um they continue by saying every one of you guys is awesome even callow <laughs> um getting to the point though i saw a rather interesting point brought up regarding parsers and mmo communities on the forums. oh hey it's your little bird friend <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was speculation about how the Final Fantasy XIV community would react to an official parser if it was ever implemented, and importantly, the difference in the community's reaction with other MMOs that have had officially supported parsers from the beginning. I have only played 11 before 14, so my experience with other MMOs is limited, but people who have played games like The Old Republic claim that nobody gave a shit about parser discrimination. People just accepted it and used it as a tool to better their performance of their group as it was meant to be used. In the case of FF14, however, the implementation of a parser at this point would lead to half of the community claiming that parsers are ruining their game. It's a difference in the ways that the different MMO communities have evolved over time. I feel like Square Enix doing things to prevent harassment like blocking tells in dungeons, technical limitations or not, that was their reason, or refusing to officially support in-game parsers has babied the community in such a way that the community screams elitism whenever someone has the nerve to tell them that they have room to improve. Yes. How do you think the community would react? Is it too late to implement an official parser without a community uproar? Thanks. Lilith Tyrannus. Lilith, I love this email. Uh, this is, I think that this is a fantastic question, and y- y- you 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 hit on a couple of really important points in here. Is that uh, you know it, parsers now? Like, yes, you're absolutely right. Other games that have officially sanctioned parsers from the beginning don't experience parser discrimination. But the thing is, is I don't know whether those games have as tight of DPS checks in their encounters as we do in ours so it may not play as big of a role in trying to improve your group's performance as a parser in ff14 would i do i completely agree with your assessment that square enix uh you know blocking tells in dungeons and not putting a parser in from the beginning and making those decisions uh does baby the community and we see this all the time now with the upper you know like the whole story mode thing and how entitled people are like yeah i I need you know i i should be i should be on the same eye level as all of the raiders you know like that whole fucking mentality that i i totally think that it's encouraged by square enix and you've you've hit some very good nails on the head in terms of where they have reinforced that feeling well we also also have to keep in mind that a lot of these people People that play this game watch anime, and that really speaks volumes to how like intelligent they are. <laughs> so, what the fuck? Oh, Get out of here. oh, goddamn! No, the the biggest thing is that there's a, in most MMOs, if people can't or don't want to do end game content, they just say, "Oh, that's not for me," and they don't do it. Whereas in this game, it's like, "Oh, I want to be able to do this, make it easier," or "Oh, I want to be able to be as powerful as the people who do do it because I want to be." And for whatever reason, this community has fostered that mentality and i don't understand well and and, but the thing we go from now the thing is is that there is this very real uh this very real sentiment that exists out there that if square enix were to implement a parser at this point that with the uh emphasis on dps checks and with uh with the fact that it hasn't been supported in the past and throwing it into a fresh player base and giving them new stats to look at that you know first of all the the thing about parsers 
no matter what is that there are people out there who read them wrong and don't know what the data is that they're looking at that's kind of the danger of it whereas everyone has a parser and you've got somebody who's who's not reading into it correctly and they're interpreting the data all wrong then you know like that i think that that is its own problem that exists but you know like yeah like in terms of the um, in terms of the status that using a parser has taken in this community now, where it seems to be a thing that is like denigrated or, uh, you know, uh, people don't like it when they're being parsed and shit like that. Like, I think if Square Enix were to put one in now that all of those people who don't like the idea of parsers would just scream foul and, f- and continue to scream foul. Yeah. Well, those people and discriminate grow- and, and scream discrimination like every every group, fucking ball, every fucking group that they get thrown out of from now until the end of time it doesn't matter if they were mouthing off or afking or being a complete fucking moron they're gonna claim oh it was because of the parser bias no it's, i think squareness's answer to that was didn't they say they were gonna add like a practice room where you could go like attack rotations on training dummies and see your dps or something we i think that's it. their that's their answer to it i don't think they would ever actually put in a parser at this point no, well, it's not whether they would, but could they? Could could Square? I mean, because obviously they can. They can make one and put it in, whatever. But like, it, it, could they and have the community not tear itself to shreds? Yes, I I, think, I, I agree. I think, I think they, they could. could, and I think I think they could. I think they need to. If they do that, though, they need to stop coddling this whole community i agree and start treating us as like actual people who like can like actually play this game adults yeah adults. yeah, yeah. adults <laughs> yeah and, and not so, anime watchers yeah god damn it juxta <laughs> Thro- I mean, you're like, throwing you're throwing shade at the uh at the animus today hard aren't you i know it's, i've it's got an okay. anime shirt on right now what does that say about me it's okay they'll just <laughs> Go cry in the corner. They'll hug their anime body pillow. It'll be fine. Yeah, they'll, maybe, they'll go. Maybe they should make some posts on the official forums about cry us. Cry into their waifu. And cry into their waifu. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> but no, like, I think uh. they could and they should because they are basing this game and the end game around DPS checks. So the fact that there isn't already a parser in the game is kind of kind of weird and it not is. very intelligent it is weird especially in this day and age of of uh of mmos and the weirder thing is is that you know when people started asking about official plugins that were going to be supported uh as you know 3.0 was rolled out they have been very quiet about whether or not they would want a parser as a part of the part of that thing you know what i mean like it's it i don't understand why they're being weird specifically about parsers but uh, I think and I the, think the criers are just making a straw man argument about how they'll get kicked from yes, yes that's from true. parties and you know what yes that never happens and if it does it's because your DPS is too terrible and you should be kicked because you're a bad player and you watch anime I I I <laughs> agree, Jackson, I think you're I agree with a that little too far now I agree with that <laughs> <laughs> like it was funny now it's dead <laughs> she's starting to get offended i think you're i think no, you're, i just think you're, you're rustling like some you're jimmies now too hard you're trying too hard now beating a dead horse at this point uh, I, I'm, I'm just not wrong 
I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I agree with them. It's not wrong. Uh, anyway, great email, Lilith. Uh, can't thank you enough for that. Uh, really good uh, discussion out of that, too. Uh, and yeah. uh, speaking of body pillows, we also have a caller calling in. Uh, Wooten <laughs> Panzer, wanting to talk about that uh, FC airship sky exploration stuff. All right. Here's the thing, Wooten Panzer. Your email is queued up next for us to read. So you either get a call or, or we read your email. It's not going to be both. I'll just we'll you, have to read it. You, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll take the call. It was call. about. It was we'll about take the call. We'll take, anyways. We'll take the so call. It doesn't matter. All right. That's cool. We'll we'll take the call. So, uh, Wooten, what do you want to talk about today, man? Oh well. First off, I wanted to tell you guys I got my LB Army dog tags. Yeah. yeah. And I'm number sixty six. So is that you guys telling me I'm eleven times better than Escalia? Uh, <laughs> you. Well, you could. You could. Or you could be double the six and. Uh, oh yeah. The actually, the actually, the lower the number you are is better. It's like golf, so you actually want eleventh <laughs> the power of a scholar. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, congratulations, LB Army member number sixty-six, Wooten Panzer. Thank you for calling in today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what do you, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. So I read the three point one stuff, and a lot of it excites me, but with a grain of salt, because I feel like even though it sounds really cool, it might end up being the same kind of stuff that's been happening that's kind of the same contrived content where like oh yeah we can still go in and do this stuff but it's going to be a weekly cap you get on for two or three days and then you're done or it might end up being hunts in the sky like you said that that really scares me i would hate to see hunts more hunt sky. stuff oh, like i would hate to see that like part of me like really wants it to be cool and something you can just go on and do like all the time and it's always new and random and uh, takes up a lot of your time, but I don't know. Like I don't know right now. Everything's been the same, same since. It really, came it, out. it really has. And I mean, you know, the last time that we got anything to even vary that structure up a little bit was hunts, which, which is why it kind of leads me to believe that this may just be hunts in the sky, and that bums me out. Like that really concerns me. If that's what, if that's all this is, then I, I, I really feel like they're not, they're really not putting the development time into the new events that they're rolling out and it really concerns me for the future of like what the fuck am i going to keep doing in this game it makes me feel like i can't even trust them for two reasons i mean like one they said they would give us you know the same patch update schedule which they're failing to deliver and secondly as he said they were going to try new unique things that might possibly fail but they wanted to put themselves out there which again i don't know if we're going to see that and i just don't know what do i believe that comes out of yoshi's mouth at this point right but i mean like but but i but i think i i I think if they're going to if if that's the statement that they're going to hold to and then you know they bring out this new system and it does end up being hunts in the sky and they go oh well that was our new thing that we wanted to try uh i, I was i i'm i'm gonna say no you didn't fucking try like there's yeah it's not it's not new yeah it's the that's, same thing with a different location exactly it's, it's gonna be people spamming hunt link shells and camping monsters and uh sniping monsters and having like google docs with spawn times they only give out to certain people and it's just the same thing it's like a catch-up mechanic i don't want that i'd rather them put in new levels of gear that is actually like an incentive yeah so that you're like okay well i can either get gear from savage or i can get gear from grinding esos and it's the same thing every single time okay well the eye level is different 
but it's the same thing. Like we've had tome systems since 2.0 launch and I'm getting really tired of it. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. And, and you know, that actually brings up another, another good point that I hadn't actually really thought of is that the fact that the gear that you're getting out of it is Chu 10 and it doesn't actually outclass the rating gear tells me that there's not going to be a significant well, it can challenge. If you're lucky, if RNG Jesus loves you. Okay, it's a okay. side grade, okay? Uh, yeah, but See, it's a side well, grade. See, now, now if, they had, if they had said that the rewards that come out of this are going to be ethereal gear at level at eye level 220, I would be going, oh man, these things are going to be fucking hard. This is going to be a challenging thing because it's pushing, it's pu- pushing forward endgame progression just a little bit, not a ton, just a little bit because, think about it, the next forward endgame push that we're going to get in terms of eye level gear, there's going to have to be a couple of tiers of gear in there not just for alex normal but for alex savage as well and then we got to get new tome gear in there as well yeah right i mean you so, can get really lucky with some of these side grades though i mean totally. like, there's so much pieces for i mean like 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 healers have been complaining that they have no accuracy on their gear you end up with accuracy and debt on a healer piece or something like that you're you're rolling you know it's going to be what you want no I, so, I i no, i agree with you and i'm not saying that there's not going to be anything worthwhile coming out of this system but i uh, what i'm saying is is that there's no clear indication at this point how challenging it's going to be and because of what the rewards that uh, because of the rewards that they've set out of this system that doesn't give me any more of an indication that it's going to be any more challenging than whatever exists in the game currently so i mean like okay as as, because we kept talking about like we really want this to be a challenge and we don't want it to be uh you know we don't want it to be a a face roll and all of that I, i i we have no indication of what the challenge is going to be and even looking at the gear structure we we, it doesn't tell us anything i kind of think that we don't need something harder than savage no at the moment and i'm not saying that it that it should be harder than savage but if the if the rewards outclassed it at least in in just a little bit like yeah it would be a catch-up patch but you could also see you could also see that as a justification of trying to funnel people into participating in a new system right but like i i i the question is how challenging is the fight going to be when we get there and the fact that it's all side grade shit look at how easy the hunts were that's why i'm worried about it being hunts in the sky no the hunts were created to fill a gap created by people who watch anime i think the hunt i think the sky stuff damn you're hitting that button hard <laughs> jackson think, you tell me you don't watch any anime like i don't believe that Nika, for a second. i'm trying to make a point here i think <laughs> that if it's the easiest stuff in the sky is as hard as an a rank hunt and gets harder from there that will actually fill a hole that se made with uh, Heaven's Word, where there was no stuff for like Nika's free company who can't clear a three savage, but still wants to do like end game stuff, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. like this like creates like that difficulty void where it's going to be hard enough to where it'll challenge them, but easy enough to where they can actually clear it and continue my to watch their anime. My problem is that my group is from all different free companies, so can we even do it together? Like, it's a good question. Because we, yeah, well, we're, we're, I think we have like to three the, or According to four. the release, you should be able to because it says you can use the grand company airships to to join other random people but that, that don't there have were, FC airships. But can but I that choose that were, who I join though? Like, I don't know. There's like two or three I, people I in my free company. And then, 
Yeah, I feel like as, as a raid group, this would probably be something we'd want to do together. But because we're not all in the same free company, and we probably won't be because like some of us lead free companies, some of us are in active ones, some of us are in not so active ones. Like how how can we even do this together as a raid group in that uh, sense? Well, you I, should be able to queue as a group, just like with yeah. the, every other duty finder. That, so I would. I mean, hope, I mean can we like write like say one of my my like, our white mage leads his free company, and he's actually been doing all his airship stuff like by himself. If we queue up like as a group with him, can we ride his? Free company's airship see, or? well no i see uh, i don't think the airship has anything like the actual airship right. is just a mode of transportation i don't think you're going to get a bonus for how awesome your airship is i well, think it's just a, a to b kind of a thing there is i mean the mechanic that already exists with the airship is you have to chart new islands to be able to unlock other I'd islands and you explore. can't go there until you've charted them right R- right that would make sense to me like it, g- given what we already have like yeah you would have to chart the area to be able to go there first right so uh, if you have grand company airships then maybe you can that's that's something that you can do on your own and because people aren't thinking about it right now and they're not doing it and they don't have all of those areas charted that that will be the advantage given to free companies right out of the gate that some of their ship will already be charted and they can go right away and the other people who ignored the system because they were like ah oh, it's fucking stupid it's just venture we don't have the money in it's, their free company uh, bank to or, do it yeah yeah whatever that don't have a house right like that's yeah, also yeah there thing. are some that don't have a house yet because there's no lot. housing plots right yeah. so whatever the reason they don't have a uh they, they just basically don't have a leg up on charting these new areas but i, I who know i there's i mean there is a lot of question marks here that uh that that doesn't you know like that there's there's really no clear indication on how it would work it could work in a lot of different ways uh, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 really all down to speculation at this point. I I just I'm just so terrified that it's just going to be hunts in the sky yeah, and they're going to cater to the otaku mm-hmm. and the weeaboos. <laughs> I just don't I don't want that either. Like personally, I would like to see some kind of stuff where you can go in and there's three more or two more gear sets that are actual you know in game gear sets. So you're not like choosing between gordian and iso gear for best in slot where you can have stuff from all over the place to really get the best stats and i mean we have glamour so it doesn't really matter you can just you can have one complete set look like but you have the best in slot gear i'm just i'm so tired of it either being uh you know this or raid gear or yeah like the same stuff they're trying to do by making this 210 yeah, it does. It does feel like they're trying to add another path of progression. Although it's, it's random. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is random, which I mean, part of me really wants to see more RNG in the game because it, for in-game stuff, like the only RNG you get is drops in dungeons. Otherwise, right. it's like you're buying gear. Right. And even now with Savage, like you get pages. So you're just buying gear. It's still yep. guaranteed. It's a token system. And it's still doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I would really like to see where you go in and you kill a, a, a notorious monster or something. You have no idea what's going to drop. And if right. you get that super rare piece of gear, that feeling is so much better than, oh, man, I got a cap for the week and buy this gear because it's my yep. best in slot. And, Absolutely. You know, I, that is what kills the game. Like, I don't see me or my roommate playing until November just because there's nothing to do except cap every week. Absolutely. We've yep. been we've been harping on this for weeks. And, and again, and I think that this goes down, this comes down to gear structure and not having that 
carrot on the end of the stick. You know, like there's nothing that outclasses 210. 210 is the absolute highest that you can go. If there was a bit of an, you know, and I agree with you, RNG has its place in this game. You can't have an MMO that's completely RNG-less. And, you know, if if you apply RNG in the right places, like as, you know, I think my suggestion was add a third chest to A4 Savage that, you know, spawns 5% of the time and, you know, drops one of four body pieces. And there you go. And that body piece is uh, 220. Right. It outclasses everything in there. There's an element of randomness to it and not everyone's going to get it. And you can't just accumulate tokens to be able to assume you're going to get it. Th- that that is a real that's a status piece. People would see that walking around and go, fuck, what is that? But see, as a hardcore raider, I'm going to disagree with you on that simply because that's how it has been forever because there was no token system in coil. Everyone, the best pieces were like dreadworm pieces were a, a thing of, of status. And if you had the dreadworm bodies and weapons, everyone looked at you and drooled at you. Yes. But the thing is, is that for a month, it, for, four, thing is, is for four weeks, while it was very rare to be clearing that content, once yeah. once, ever, once the rest of the community caught up, you but saw see, that no, shit I, no, everywhere. I, don't, I still don't agree, though, because there are some groups who are so unlucky that that one piece never drops and that's not a status piece anymore no it doesn't even matter it's a piece that you need and you want because it's the best and if you make it 220 it's the best and you're gonna want it no so i no. so i can even tell you like there are some i think from t10 we never ever got the uh, slaying necklace and you know how many times we've cleared t10 like 100 never once did that slaying necklace drop for our raid group and i feel like you know, the answer to it was tokens, and we're actually yes. like phrasing that as a Yes, system. but again, that's for your 210 gear. That's for the current, whatever the current thing is. I'm talking about for one piece of rare gear that drops a fraction of the time that is, that's the status gear. It's not, not, not taking, not taking the body pieces that already drop out of uh, A4 Savage and making them 220. Make a separate fucking body piece that drops five percent of the fucking time yeah but i still feel like for it be it making it a higher eye level all of the you know you're always going to be wanting to get it and then what if that yes. one piece never drops it, then you don't then, get it and some other lucky motherfucker gets to walk around and you get to watch them and you get to lust after that piece of gear see, because I you know what like, no i wait, 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 gear like on. that gear status gear like that should have to do with your hard work not rng that's where i think the relics should be but there is hard work in that Clearing A4 Savage is hard work. But and you're cle- saying, and you're wait, saying hang on, hang on, eventually. No, because I think, no. And clear, you're saying clearing eventually. it again, clearing it again and again and again is a challenge. Continuing to clear it is a challenge. Grinding for that piece of gear, that is the challenge. What you're saying is eventually, you know, in the far future, when everyone catches up and is clearing it and has all the gear, that one piece will still be rare. Yeah, okay, no. sure. No, hang on, hang on, no. As soon as the next patch hits with forward endgame progression, that piece of gear becomes stat-wise irrelevant because it just becomes another 220 piece in a in a line that goes up to what, 240, 260 now? 
It becomes completely irrelevant if you're making gear irrelevant anyway. So for a short time, for that window, for 3.1, you've got one body piece that sits at 220 that everyone on that server fucking lusts after. Everyone wants it. You think that, I think that would keep your raid group way more engaged than to say, oh, well, fuck it, we're just going to get two tens okay. out of it. You know what I mean? Like, for a while, but then eventually once we realize that, you know, it's it, RNG's fucking is over, like, hey, we never got the chest. You know, we've cleared A4 Savage. Right. 80 times in the chest that's yes. never dropped for us. Yes. We, would, we wouldn't keep doing it because fuck that. Some people would. You might quit doing it. Some people would keep doing it, but it's not about not getting it. It's about getting it. When you got it, how good would that feel? How much better would that feel than, all, than getting the gear that we already get, that we presuppose that we're going to get already? How, how much like, how much more of a reward would that feel like? I understand it would be something saying. to be elated about and then you could walk around with the biggest dick on the server. I understand where you're coming from and why some people might like that, but I feel like if a gear is going to be a status item, it should be what the relics are and they're failing in that aspect. Like the relic it should come I from agree. hard I, work, lots and lots of work on your own and not RNG. Uh, no, I see. See, the thing is, though, is that it can't you can't have that level of hard work with gear that's just going to be automatically outclassed in a patch. That's why it has to be relegated to RNG. No, that's why I think that they've been just doing the relic system incorrectly and that every single level of the relic should be better than the end game weapon from rating. It should be. And it should be really fucking hard to get. And that should just be it. Like, it should be so hard and time-consuming to get, but it's always better every step of the way. But see, but again, again, the, the normal gear that you get out of Alex Savage, that should be tokenable, right? Like, you're, you're building and working towards that. And, and again, that's, what, that's whatever. It, that, it doesn't take that end of the incentive away. It, takes, it adds in a bonus, a huge surprise, if when you get to the end of it. I mean, you know, like... That's the way that RNG works, Nika. You could do it 80 times and never get that additional 220 body to drop, or you could do it on a rando in the 220 body drops and you get it. That's the, that's the luck part of it. That's that. I think that's the stuff that interests me about MMOs. That's the stuff that I really like. It gives you something to keep going for. I just don't think they would do that with a body piece that makes it better. Like they did that with like Crystal Tower with the, the minions that drop in that random chest like i've still never gotten any of those exactly they do it with worthless shit they do it with worthless shit and it motivates a certain number of people but it doesn't motivate everyone if they did it with gear if they did it with gear and they were smart about it and they said no you don't just deserve this gear no and not everyone's gonna get the 220 body and just fucking live with it you can, I don't you can know. Sit I can't with, see that working in this sit, game very well. Sit with it and eat it until you get the next patch, and then you can get a 220 body by spending your tomes. The only reason my group would ever keep doing it is if the 220 body actually, if there was actually content that ne- made you want to have it. Like if this sky there island will be. popping thing isn't, if if you, no, if this sky island thing is okay with like i 200 gear and you're okay doing it, no one's gonna want to keep grinding for I don't a 220 think, body. I don't think that that's true. I don't. I don't think that people get. 
gear. I don't think people lust after gear because it's going to make an encounter easier. I mean, yes, that's the real reason that we grind for gear. But like, think about it. Like in terms of a psychological, from a psychological standpoint, the real reason that we lust after gear and we don't presuppose that it's just going to be part of our arsenal in time is because it's rare, it's hard to get, and and you got to work for it. And adding an RNG chest at the end of A A Four Savage, boom, that's a way to get it done. And you and it doesn't include, it doesn't, you don't add any additional development time. You just reward players with a, a with a reward that they're going to be given anyway in one patch, and you just give it to them early. I don't know. I just you feel like don't if, there's no, if there's no content that requires the better gear, where's the motivation to keep doing it? Like, I'm not going to keep grinding for a 5% chance chest if there's no reason to have that body. You're, yeah, you're probably not going to grind it 80 times if it never, if you never see it. Yeah, some people are going to get disheartened and give up. But, but I feel uh, like but again, putting the, a minion motivates way more people than a no, maybe body piece. No, no. Especially in something so hard like A4, you're just going to get people like Elysium grinding it and everyone else isn't going to care. Yes. So, you, so yeah, you're going ca- exactly. to cater. You're going to cater to less than the one percent. You're going to cater to the three groups that can clear A four and leave the rest of us like. Yes, because it solves a problem, Nika. It's it not doesn't. just stop. It doesn't. There's no problem. You're creating a problem to solve. You're you're gonna t- you're you're really gonna say that par- that raid participation isn't a problem. The only that, people who are going to do it are the people who are already clearing. That's is what not I'm saying. No, it's not going to motivate people to keep playing. That's not true. That's not true at all because there are going to be those groups who clear once and they get that body piece and some motherfucker gets to strut around wearing it. And then you yes, have but that's not going to motivate anyone else to keep playing. For you're you're going to tell me you don't see that body piece and that's not going to motivate you to keep grinding for that body piece. If it looks fantastic and it's got better stats. Bullshit. No, I call bullshit. No, I'm calling bullshit on that. Nika, you would absolutely grind for it. Your group would grind for it. And I don't it would, think so. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. I'm, I, I absolutely call that as bullshit on its face. I mean, that is that is a wonderful incentive. Considering it's a weak lockout anyway, so if we clear it every week, you know, it's not like we have a choice. But regardless, like, I just, I can't see once they make it, like, unlockable or whatever that anyone would care anymore. Like, it's already, it's only going to no be one, the people who are already clearing who give a shit at the all. Only, people will stop caring as soon as 3.2 comes out or 3.1, whenever that next patch comes out. That's when people will stop caring because they'll be able to spend their isotones on a 220 body. What's the what's the difference of giving giving us a 220 body now in very 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 low quantities? How is that going to fuck up anything? Oh, it isn't. I'm just it's saying not, that, like, it's, it's, you're trying to you're add not gonna, you're motivation. Not gonna, for people to care about finishing and doing raids, but I don't think that that would give anyone any more motivation. How? It only give more motivation for the people who already have the motivation. It's no. It's not going to take no people way. like my group who no say, you way. know, A3 and A4 are hard and we're not making a lot of progress, but oh wait, there's a 5% chance we could get a body. That means we should keep raiding, guys. Absolutely not. A 5% if you're chance on the that content, will, that is not going to motivate A anyone. 5% chance that will give you an, a... a, a unequivocal stats based leg up on the content that's coming down the pike bullshit i call bullshit you would go you you may not continue to grind for it forever but you would go for it and you would go for it hard i would go for it only if there was a raid that actually required better gear if there's literally no reason there is but there is but here i'm not gonna grind for it but there is there is but there there is going to be a point and it's called whatever raid is coming out in the next patch you're not giving you're not giving you're giving people a leg up on the future content 
Why else would you give people better gear? Right? Like, that makes sense. You give them one piece of gear that outclasses everything. It acts as an incentive for people to continue clearing. And not just for people to continue clearing and grinding, but for people to get into it in the first fucking place, which was what we identified as the problem coming into this show. You think that saying there's a 5% chance if you clear A4 is going to make people start raiding who have never cared in the first place? I think it would get... Absolutely not. I think it would get more people into it and it would keep people there longer. I don't think so at all. I do. I do. You, if you th- if you show that you can get an outclass, yeah. If there's a if there's a status symbol, people will latch onto it because it's a status symbol. It would absolutely work. I, I don't. I disagree. I guarantee you, it would work. No. Based on what? Just. Based on the way that this community is. Based on what? People don't don't want to raid because it's difficult. They're not going to say a 5% chance to have the best item is going to make them want to bash their face into it anymore. No, some people... I don't have the time. I don't have the whatever. I just don't feel like doing this. Give me all the gear. They're they're not going to... That 5% chance is going to motivate no one. Some people... people, The people who are raiding then want to raid are already raiding. There's no way you're going to take a 5% chance at something to convince a whole new slew of people to raid. It's just not going to happen. I disagree. I totally disagree. Because like, because I think I think the biggest going, the biggest only problem for the people who are already raiding. The people who are already raiding are going to be the ones that get the status. And the thing is, that, is having the 210 gear will be the status for those people anyway. Cuz it's the people who are already raiding. It's not going to motivate the people who aren't. Yes, but you're not rewarding the people who are already raiding. You're not re- properly no. rewarding the people who are at the bleeding edge and clearing this shit. There's no reason for them to continue clearing it or to put together other groups to clear it or to help other people through it. They get their shit and they get the fuck out of there. But you put another carrot on there and a thing that they could possibly get out of it. I guarantee you it would generate way more interest on a community level for the for the event. It would. I I guarantee it. There's no way. Okay. I don't think we're going to get any farther in this discussion, but I will have to agree to disagree here because... I like Aniro's idea, but I think it should be sellable on the auction house. No, that would take away the status he's trying to convince. No, 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 no. no. It, would con- it would keep it. It would. It would. In- it would reinforce that status. And then, no. if, if no yeah. one cared about that status, they could sell it for a hundred million. Yeah, right. I. I told. So I, then you're rewarding people who buy Gil. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> then, yeah, but they're. You know what? They're still fucking cheating. You're not you're not really rewarding them. They're cheating more. I mean, a cheater's still a fucking cheater and they're risking their account by doing that. I I you know, it, it's there it, it's all of these concerns but oh, but someone could cheat. Someone might be able to get it unfairly. Oh, someone'll just clear once and then get it and my nice static will cr- crush the thing 80 times and never get it. That's you know no that's yeah fine. that's that's, that's what will happen. But it's the fact that you're saying it's that's trying the to shit solve the problem happen. of no one wanting to raid. It's not going to. The people who are already raiding are the people who are going to get this. It's going to change nobody's. So motivation. so what? You're saying that the people who are raiding now were the exact same people who were raiding in Coil. That there wasn't any yes. dry, that there wasn't any drop off at all between people wanting to clear Coil and wanting to clear Alex Savage. There Maybe was a, a little. No, I'm going to say that there was a significant drop off. And regardless, having the Alex four weapons is status enough. And then you're right. Eventually, people will catch up. Everyone will get it, and then the new patch will drop. You're right. Another five percent. You're right. You're, you're right. Those, no those are the only status things. But it, but they don't real again. It's not something that definitively outclasses everything else and makes it bonerific. 
It's just not. I mean, it looks it looks good. It's best in slat for a little bit. But you know what? I mean, you know. They already have those random things that drop for like the really rare furniture or mounts and stuff. And that stuff's it's worth all cosmetic. And if it's cosmetic, yeah, it's people bullshit. People care about mounts. People care about mounts. Nah, if, it's cos- of Gil, if you have the mount from A4 Savage, that is a status icon. That's, like, but that's missing. You people yes. in the entire world that have that. You're right. But that's missing the point entirely where you all you can't just relegate your status items to stuff that's aesthetic and doesn't matter. You've got to put stats on it. It's got to be gear sometimes. That's what the community cares about. <laughs> it's got to be gear. It has to be gear. At some point, this is, I mean, like, at some point, this is going to become a problem that Square Enix can't ignore. It is a serious problem. I, I, I don't know how many times we have to keep going over this. It's a serious problem, and they're not addressing it, and it's going to fuck them in the ass. There's tons of ways that we've that we've suggested that they could fix problems like this. But the the real at the end of the day, this just drives home. This is a real fucking problem, guys. This is a real problem with with the game that we play and that Square Enix is developing and they're not fixing it. So what's the answer? I mean, I'm at least I'm at least I'm trying sure to, there's an answer. I'm at I least trying to that. put I'm at least trying to put forth some ideas here. So what, what's the answer? I mean, you know, like, yeah, nothing is uh, no solution is ever going to be perfect, but they're not doing anything and failing to act as a response in and of itself. So that's I, 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 I think that they could fix it very easily. That's my idea. There's a lot of different ways that they could address it. But you know what? The problem is there. The problem exists. So. Uh, all right. Next email. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call, by the yeah, way. We, saw, we had a caller there. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Nika, this is a super long one. Why don't you take this next one from Marcus? Oh, goodness. Okay. This is really long. Um, it is from Marcus Ragnar of Sargatanus, he wrote specifically. <laughs> all right. Hey, LBR, dropping another email since I had a few ideas for Red Mage and Blue Mage and also some other stuff, but let's talk mages first. With Red Mage, I'd like to see a melee range caster with some quick cast spells, or possibly even something like Astrologian's light speed buff that gives instant spells for a short time, like chain spell. Uh, to pull ideas from a recent Red Mage suggestion thread I found on Reddit, give them stances like Deliverance Defiance for Warrior. One stance boosts magic damage intelligence and has an auto proc every third weapon skill for extra magic damage based on the weapon skill that activated the proc, while the other stance has a similar auto proc system but boosts mind and applies a small point blank AoE healer around the red mage and both stances drain mp much in the vein of dark side for dark knight it could be really interesting and fun to watch uh, to switch up your stance based on the situation in that respect shit's going wrong pop heal stance and see about getting healing procs as fast as you can need to deal with a dps check mechanic or burst down a particularly nasty ad who might rip the tanks a new asshole damage mode is go that said with how bad the whole dps check situation is in alex savage maybe take a note from your own ideas in the podcast and have these stances instead be buffs with a duration of say 40 seconds with fairly big cooldowns like 180 seconds and they share a cooldown. Now it becomes a matter of knowing when it's time to crank up the DPS so you can still pop emergency heal mode in case the fight turns sour for the party. Also, let's face it, ain't no mage out there that got swagger like that red mage swagger. Haters who say otherwise are wrong and should be fell cleaved. On the subject of blue mage, however, I had a personal idea for this and I don't think I've heard it anywhere else. Tank. Now, before I get stabbed, hear me out. 
My understanding of Blue Mage, based on what my friend Fatima Undine has told me from their 11 days, was they steal the power from monsters to use, like Kamari's Lancet ability in FF10. Yep, he was a Blue Mage. So why not take it a step further, even if it's just lore-wise and execution? Have them use abilities and skills that apply status effects and or DOTs to enemies that in turn buff the Blue Mage. The idea of an enfeeblement-based tank sounds really unique to me, plus it'll give us a Disciple of Magic tanking class, and no, summoners using the Chicken Nugget, I mean Titan Eggy, don't count. It's <laughs> cute. I, uh, it'd have to be balanced so there's a benefit to using Blue Mage Tank without it being a case of, but why would you take anything else? Or suffering from the same, but why would you take one at all issue that Dark Knight had at 3.0 launch? Getting away from the classes now, let's talk gear because Nero, bless his salt encrusted heart, brought up a really good point and reminded me of something SE promised before 3.0 came out. There's no real gear lust aside from maybe wanting something specific for glamour, like the heavy high elegant coat from T9 to use myself as an example. And as he said, there would be more horizontal progression instead of straight vertical progression. What we've got so far is the highest item level gear goes two fucking options, upgraded esoterics and Alexander Savage. The new relic will give a third option, at least for weapons, provided it's not just straight up better than the upgraded ESO Alex Savage weapons. But that still leaves the players with two options for gear, since I doubt the void art gear will be above item level 200 which isn't much in the way of choices now if we had four to five options for gear with potential for gear sets with set bonuses like the suggested nin set that gives armor crush the added effect of refreshing dot timers as its set bonus or even simply additional stats like the hunt gear from grand companies that would make things interesting sure you'd still have people saying oh well this combo of gear is the best or this set is the best and stuff but uh, not everyone will care about it plus if it's possible to get all of the gear for reasonable amounts of effort then hey now you have options because one set could be your hardcore world first end game rating set and Another is your casual stuff for when you're carving through random dungeons for tombstones, new relic items, or what the fuck ever it is you want to do. And hey, who doesn't like having options, even if not all of them are put to use by everyone? That's all I've got to say this time around, so keep on keeping on LBR. You guys kick ass. Marcus Ragnar of Sargatanis, P.S. Kalo's awfully rude for a tiny Lollafell who Nika could punt to Garlemald any day of the week. <laughs> Disregard this statement if Kalo's no longer a member of the Potato Clan, though Nika could still probably break his legs. Oh, <laughs> good email, Marcus. Thank you very much for that email. Uh, and thank and- you so much for reopening that Pandora's box that is uh, rare gear drops from a Nero. Yeah, well, I, 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 this email just supports the fact that, yes, there is a problem. Unlike the problem here uh, is vertical progression, not the the rarity. So like, what you were suggesting, I'm not trying to get back into this, but what you were suggesting is to make something that's better in terms of eye level, but I feel like the vertical progression is the problem this game has. It's it's not necessarily the exclusivity so much as like there's no choice. Well, it's not just that there's no choice, but there is no exclusivity either. I mean, there is in the form of like uh, of, uh, you know, Alex Savage weapons and and the dyed gear and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the way that I see it is that, uh, it, you know, like and, and to address this email, too, it does look like we're going to get horizontal progression with the uh, airship uh, uh, expansion, the airship stuff. Um, Can we just call it Sky from now on? Yeah, from yeah, sky. The, the Sky event. Until uh, we have a name for it. Yeah, yeah it, it, you, it, since since that's going to be plugging out 210 stuff uh, at some point, it does seem like they are actually holding to the horizontal progression method. But my, my whole point is that uh, rarity and digital exclusivity is a big deal in terms of MMOs and 
that's something that is completely and totally ignored. I've actually said I've actually said that raid gear needs should outclass the SO gear. Like the raid gear in terms of eye level stats, everything it should always outclass the tone gear that you can just buy. Like unequivocally, it should be better, and that would actually drive a lot more people to be involved and to try raids. But Square Enix has shown that they're not interested in that, and that they want a binary progression system where both ends of your player base are at a relative eye level, uh, you know, at relatively the same eye level. And, you know, like, fine, that's if that's the decision that you're going to make for your gear progression, then there should be some kind of at least for a temporary point in time, be a, a huge carrot on the stick that is fucking amazing that everyone is trying for. Again, gear lust, activating that whole gear lust thing. And yeah, you can make that you can outclass it in a patch or two, but make it a little bit lo- like make it a little bit longer of an in- investment to ha- make have that gear stay relevant for a little bit longer than you would like a piece of esso gear right like i don't I, I think that that's completely reasonable and it actually does start to to address the problem of incentive in this game because the the incentive is a problem unlike unlike apparently pmac in the chat thinks that it's not a problem and that we're just totally making up things uh so hey there's there's an email to support the fact that yeah you know what this this shit is a problem it's a real problem. Uh, all right. Next email. Uh, Juxta, do you want to take this one? Sure. It's a little long, but it's kind of long. I got oh it. Th- there, there's all these emails are long. So. Uh. All right. Hey, LBR hosts. This is Vodrick New Moon of the Exodus server. I started listening two or three weeks before the Salt of the Earth episode and have been a fan ever since. I want to say that everyone who sends an email for the first time always judges their frame of reference of LBR based on the Salt of Earth episode. I think and when before or after or like on it, they started listening to us. Yeah, well, I, I think I, 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 I think A S or B S. <laughs> uh, well, I think that just speaks to how how much that episode really resonated within the community. A lot of people heard that show and when they heard it they were like oh we I, should listen to this this is well there i think we were uh we were expressing a frustration that a lot of a lot of players have uh, uh for this game right now and uh when you do that it ends uh, that that is by far out of the last uh last i don't know 10 or dozen episodes that we've done that's by far our most downloaded episode yeah <laughs> All right, so two or three weeks uh, BS. Uh, I'm always uh, busy Sunday, so I can't call in. And since you are faithful to your emailers, I figured this would be just as good option. Very true. Uh, I wanted to respond to a few topics in the uh, in the tinfoil hat episode. That was last week's. Uh, I have to say, first, I love the idea that you guys piece together. Uh, as to how the Red Mage could operate. I've seen a lot of people defend Summoner and Dark saying that just because they aren't the exact same as in other installments doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. I agree with this to a degree. The game can function and it comes down to a matter of opinion, but for me personally, when you have a job as iconic as many of the jobs in Final Fantasy, it is very important to continue the spirit and general mechanics of that job into later installments. Correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of Red Mage has always been that it's a fencer at its core, but with white and black magic, that makes it a jack-of-all-trades. Very true. 
Uh, Red Mage has always been my favorite job, and it will seriously tweak my nips if uh, <laughs> if they just drop it in as a healer, or if any one of the three parts as the Trinity. DPS would be acceptable in the way you described it with the 30-second tank healer stances, but I would also like to see a class so versatile that uh, you can choose what role you're queuing up as in the duty finder, although I know that it's probably best impossible to balance. I also want cool and spell mechanic. Obviously, elements don't matter, but it could be something similar to black mage, fire, and ice buffs. Different enemies give you different bonuses, including refresh, regen, and uh, damage boost. I don't mean to sound. I don't mean to beat off a dead dead horse. <laughs> beat, beat a dead horse. Uh, he wants to beat off a dead. He wants to beat off. It says right there. I don't mean to beat off a dead horse. He does say that. That's it. Is what it says it, in the letter. I, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, don't worry. None of us really want to beat off a dead horse. So none of us really want to watch you beat off a dead horse either. So, <laughs> uh, but I want to bring up Summoner next. I think it was Kyle who agreed with a summoner supporting email that said summoner as they are currently, quote, do what summoners do. I have to disagree as I don't see how a poison mancer can have t- uh, that can have two minions out at a time instead of one embodies at all the spirit of a summoner. Scholars summoner f- uh, summon fairies and as much as a summoner as uh, poison mancer- mancers are, that's 14 brings us. Uh, the feel of a job is important, especially in a streamlined game like 14, where classes are very homogenized. I main Dragoon. I realize my opinion is probably just lost validity in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Uh, because of how iconic the spear-wielding, super-jumping, dragon-slaying class is. Even with homogenized classes, when I play Dragoon, it feels like I'm playing a Dragoon. The only difference being that this community... Uh, and the only difference being that in this community, playing a dragoon is like being a ginger. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Don't don't let Ascalia catch you saying that playing a dragoon feels like you're playing a dragoon because I think he would take take. Uh, well, he only that. thinks that because of the wyvern. Because yeah. he's dumb. Because he's number six. <laughs> he has a point, though. No, he doesn't. No, don't, he doesn't. No, no not Ascalia. No. This, guy, this guy has a point. Oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah, yeah okay, a dragoon that's fair, feels more fair. like a dragoon than a summoner yeah. feels like a summoner. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fa- yes, yeah. that's a, absolutely fair. I thought you were saying that, that Ascalia had a point. No. And that's never that. the case. He never he has doesn't. a point. <laughs> okay. Yes, I want bigger, less doll-like summons. I don't want to poison monsters while being followed around by a Garuda plush. I don't mind the idea of a summoner being used in skill form. I don't necessarily need them to follow me around, but I like the idea of summoning Ifrit, my character taking on an ethereal appearance and having it change my skill to Ifrit skills for a short duration. Different summons have different abilities and utilities that are useful in different types of situations. No more spamming ruin. I've only heard this is the rotation. I haven't played summoner because it's so unappealing to me in its current state. Make the player think and stay on their toes. I don't care how successful uh, Summoner is in the end, end game. It's a lame job right now with lame pets and a weird skill set that doesn't seem to fit any theme, let alone Final Fantasy Summoner. People who disagree must place less value on continuity within a job's theme. I have so much more to talk about, like how I bummed, how bummed I am about still a lack of a support role and things I miss in 11, but I'll save that for a later email. I have a feeling this topic might uh, have you guys overwhelmed with emails, especially considering you weren't able to take calls. Love, Vodrick. 
Uh, P.S. Don't read the no, sign. No, don't, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't read stop, it on the air. Yeah, <laughs> stop reading. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for the uh, email, Vodrick. Um, yeah, I, I, I get. I, I totally understand. We we talked about this a little bit. Uh, you know, Summoner's not really actually feeling like a Summoner from the Final Fantasy lineage. And actually, I was you know I was, I was really thinking like why. Uh, you know why is that and um you know part of it is is i think summoners in in final and F- final fantasy games past uh you know th- when they summon uh, uh an avatar it sometimes takes your party away and that's all you have to fight with is the the avatar Summon, yeah. yeah and it, or it's this big aoe hit or whatever it is it's- but it's Every, overwhelming. Like it's, uh, using a summoning a summon in a Final Fantasy game is not something that you do every single fight. It's you not don't a do core it lightly. Yeah, no. you don't do it exactly. You don't do it lightly. And the thing about summoners in in fourteen is that they've got to be you know constantly contributing. Just like every job in this game mm-hmm. has to be constantly contributing to the fight. And so I think it's thematically difficult to work summoner into a game like. 14 where you constantly have to be contributing things and you don't have this ability you don't you don't have the ability within the rule set of the actual game that you're playing to you know have these big you know epic things that happen with either you or your summon i thought this guy he has a really good idea that i've never thought of before where you can summon the summon and then your skill set changes to that summons moves for a certain amount that is a really good idea actually make it like you know you you can still almost leave the summoner the exact way it is but say like garuda is the the poison mancer version or something so you summon garuda you your avatar either turns into garuda or glows green or you get some kind of garuda essence and you start summoning and doing garuda e moves and then once you know the the boss's face so changes it, or you're fighting a different boss you'll switch to ifrit and then summon ifrit and start using ifrit moves i think you could almost leave summoner identical to the way it is but just use the summons in place of your character so it would almost act like stance dancing yeah almost and then you instead of like it would maybe require a little more animation programming to like change your character into the summon or the essence of a summon but i think it would make the job feel a lot cooler and it would give you a lot more variety i you know i told i actually i i I hadn't thought of that i i i do think that that's a pretty good idea um animation lock though i could see being a pretty big uh issue Mm -hmm. with that um i feel like this game has too many stances already (laughs) i think like every class has a stance at this point i think summoners like dreadworm stance was as a step in the right direction like you have to do a bunch of moves and once you do that you for a certain amount of time you can go into the bahamut stance and finish it off with awkward which is pretty cool um so but i feel like they should be able to do that with all of the summons and there were some people who were saying that you know they're fine with it being called summoner as long as it has the ability to summon which summoner does but then this email also brought up the point that scholar can also summon so does that make scholar a summoner no well you know what what in terms of what you're summoning makes scholar and summoner feel drastically different you know it doesn't they're both summoners one just heals and one attacks you know so it's it's different all right i i mean i i don't know i i don't i'm not i don't object to the stance dancing idea especially if uh certain stances unlock different sets of abilities i you know like i think at, that that has potential but i don't know i mean again point, we're just i don't think you can really square enix can really change someone to that oh, no, degree. no no i don't think they could i think the easiest way which i've said before on on the sh- on the podcast is just take your bio your skill and make it 
uh, making it so like you summon like an essence of Ifrit and it's actually now burn or something and it puts a burn debuff on them and then take your bio 2 skill and make it uh, Gerudo wind shear and now that's instead of it buying bio 2 it's wind shear and does a DOT and it's just exactly the same but it completely changes the flavor instead of putting bio and miasma up you're putting you're summoning the primals and you're putting debuffs on them that way using the essence of the primals I, I like that that's yeah that's not that's not a bad idea at all not a bad idea at all. Okay, here's for FF18, the next MMO. There Take this go. idea into consideration. <laughs> You're welcome. <James. laughs> there you go. All right. Um, let's, uh, we're going to take three more emails. Uh, I want you guys to just kind of pick one for yourself uh, that you want to read. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. Hello, LBR. Radowski Supreme from Odin here. I couldn't help but notice uh, that you guys uh, go to great lengths to discredit crafting and gathering in FF14. <laughs> no, uh, we just, that happens naturally. It's not great lengths. And I wonder if you realize that that is, uh, that is only thanks uh, to so hated gathering, uh, so hated gathering that you got yourself a new listener. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, the new favor, uh, the new favor gathering was so exciting. I really needed something uh, to listen to to calm down, uh, to calm myself down, and not start jumping from all that fun. Can you detect the sarcasm there, guys? <laughs> uh, that being said, I still love crafting in addition to raiding. Uh, P.S. Aniro, you should really make a drop out of one of your e uh, uh, moments. Uh, <laughs> also, it would be cool to see how long you can sometimes go on like this. Uh, Kahlo and Juxta, one of you needs to change his voice. Uh, I listen to you for more than a month, and I am still unable to distinguish between the two of you. Really? What? Okay. Okay, here's here's how you distinguish the two of us. I'm the one that sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> or Jux is the one that shows up more regularly. Yeah, if I, <laughs> yeah that's true. Take that, Kahlo. Uh, and uh, Nika, you should beat up the guys so that they give you more mic time. Uh, <laughs> sorry if that was too random. You're doing a great job, and it is a pleasure to listen to your show whenever I craft or gather. And I just wanted to take some time and drop you an email. Keep up the good work. Radowski, thank you so much for that email, Radowski. And yes, I do. I have a lot of vocal pauses and vocal stops it happens and you know some people some people get really bothered by it and uh and annoyed by it they're like oh nero you're you're on the radio how are you always doing the uh, mm, like how do you have all of these these vocal stops that you uh that you put into everything and the thing is i'm just i'm a really smart guy my brain's moving a mile a minute and sometimes my brain moves way faster than my mouth is able to keep up with and i've got to slow it down and go hey mouth let's let's get this out right so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why that that, that happens, and uh, uh, you know it just happens to really smart people. And uh, if it doesn't happen to you, I guess you're not as smart as me. So uh, it must mean I'm really smart. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go with really smart air quotes. Uh, Nika, how about you? Uh, let's 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 give, read your give list. Juxta next. I'm still oh, okay. All right, Juxta, why don't you read one? Okay, I got a very special email. Okay. Uh, we have hello hosts of LBR a Robert returns how goes it <laughs> Bahamut Fury of Gilgamesh uh, now known as Sugnite uh, what uh, how do you, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that Sugnite Sugnite Shug- do you really not know who Sugnite is um, I don't either oh my god is it an anime oh my god no no okay. it's not no it's not 
Just go. All right. Uh, Sug Knights of Gilgamesh. Shug Knight. Shug Knights of Gilgamesh. Just chiming in on your new jobs discussion you guys had last week, and I totes think you got it wrong. JK, nah, but I'm really sure Yoshi P has uh, uh, knows what everyone expects uh, Sam to tank, Red Mage to melee heal, and Blue to DPS. But I think it's going to throw a twist on everything. I see Heaven's Ward releasing four jobs in a way that Ninja was being released close to the expansion. So I think when uh, 4.0 drops, we will have the release of another four jobs. And I think they will play the roles of uh, Red Mage as magic dealing tank, almost like Dark Knight, but with more uh, magic dealing like a Paragon. Uh, Paragon from the Rift MMO. Uh, I think Sam uh, uh, will be the new melee <laughs> DPS. Really? <laughs> what? Really? We're, what? We're doing a podcast here. I don't give a shit. We're professionals. What? I don't give a shit. Terrible. Uh, new melee DPS, because honestly, we don't need another two-handed sword tank. We already have one in another sword class, as well as tanking. And yeah, you know, all those people that, that keep throwing Rune Fencer out there, as, or like... Uh, uh, even just fencer, like a, as a is like a magic tank. I just don't. I don't see another job being thrown in with uh, with a sword or a great sword. Katana's different. Nika, don't jump on me for samurai. Katana's different. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't see another sword class at all. Yeah, the katana is definitely the uh, the weapon choice of the weeaboo. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, people will be bored with seeing that to play as uh, similar to dark and blue mage. I'm sure will be the new DPS caster, but I believe dancer will be introduced as well. Uh, I don't get that. this as a healer dancing around the party, weaving spells of healing and being able to throw around some melee healing DPS as well that could heal the party. But Hey, that's just my opinion, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So when it happens, I'll come back to this email and say, damn, I kid, I kid. Anyhow, uh, great show last week, and keep up the good work. Uh, Suiji Knight of Gilgamesh. <laughs> oh, my God. Out. Uh, P.S. Nut is good or nut. Oh, and Jux is my new favorite. Sorry, Kylo, but dude's funny, and we had a moment there in Twitch two weeks ago uh, after, he fa- after the show where I creamed... <laughs> so I'm sorry, Kylo, but your heart will go on. And you, you won't even, you won't even. He's he's your number one fan, and you won't even pronounce his goddamn name correctly. Even if I, even after I've corrected you several times. Okay, well, as soon Shug, as Shug, just so you know, that's that's the guy. That's the guy that you're throwing your respect at. Which okay, is, well, just so you know, uh, Suiji Knights, um, you're in competition with someone who's literally making me an action figure. So. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have to bring something else to the table if you want to be number one, uh, number one Juxta fan, because just just remember, <laughs> I'm an action figure. Uh, all right, Nika. Oh, wh- and hi, Nika. Uh, <laughs> Is this becoming a thing to just say hi, Nika? Now at the I end guess I winked got, at you. Yeah, <laughs> winky face. But yeah, that's not the same guy who did that last time. It was somebody else. Uh, Nika, how about you take uh, our very last email yeah. to round out the episode here? I, I feel like we've had a lot of summoner, and there's actually a lot of other summoner emails in here. So there let's, is, take some, yeah. let's take some bard QQing. All right. All right. He says, uh, hello, LBR crew. Laro Felix of Sargatan is here. And I wanted to give my two cents on bards QQing about wanderers and becoming the bow mage. I have been playing bards since 1.0. And after having seen all of the changes they made to this job up until now, I have to say that I like wanderers. And I think Whoa! you're a fine 
community here. Boo! I don't understand why people are so upset that they can't run and shoot anymore. For one thing, sliding around and shooting off weapon skills has always looked stupid to me. You Secondly, look stupid to me. Why the hell are you running around so much in the first place? In pretty much every encounter I've seen in this game, you can find a place to stand and pew pew the boss. This Bart place is boring. Bart doesn't have any positional <laughs> abilities like flanking to worry about, so you don't need to be moving anyway. I hardly ever move in a fight unless AOE is in bound or I'm running up closer to the mob to use repelling shot. Maybe I played this way because in 1.0, bards couldn't run and shoot. Or maybe because I had to stand still to use ranged abilities in 11. Who knows? The point is, running and shooting during a fight doesn't occur as much as these screaming crybabies would have you believe. Is it nice to be able to run out of AoE and still attack the boss? Yes, but I always felt like it was ridiculous. How can I even hit something I'm not even looking at? What am I? Robin Hood with my magic arrow? (laughs) My opinion on the cast time for weapon skills, it's fine. It's just like when drawing and aiming in 1.0 or FF11. The only time I ever have a gripe with it is when I need to spam skills and kill mobs like Fractal's final boss ads. I'm looking at you. In that situation, I just turn wanderers off, spam abilities and kill them, and immediately throw it back up again. My final gripe, which may be slightly off topic from the email, is for all you bards out there who spam wide volley for AoE kills instead of quick knock. Stop. Just stop. Both skills have the same potency, but quick knock uses less TP. If you're spamming wide instead of quick, please reevaluate the way you play. Before you scream, wide volley affects the recast of Reign of Death. Catch up on your patch notes, scrubs. Wide volley does nothing for Reign of Death anymore. You're just wasting TP. In closing, your show is awesome. Keep up the great work. Congrats on nine years of FF podcasting, and I look forward to another decade of entertainment. I'm Laura Phoenix of Sargatanis, and I'll keep listening. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. Wait, he forgot his PS. He says Callow is the best thief and a <laughs> i don't know about that okay for I, was, starters, I was with you until then for starters <laughs> quick knock is melee range and i'm not gonna go all the way into melee range as a fucking bard tell you that much right now and secondly it does not look as cool as wide volley Checkmate. <laughs> uh, I, I mean i would say i would probably say what in most trash packs that it doesn't really even make that much of a difference right what uh, uh, using the difference the using the, the the two well it makes a huge difference wide valley looks awesome and fucking uh well, no, quick no. is stupid looking no, it's that it uses more tp so you don't want to use the one that makes uses more tp when they're the same potency oh no that doesn't matter i'm I, aesthetic again, is what matters trash though are we really it, well it depends on how fast you're pulling if you're doing speed runs etc um and I mean, this guy has a point whether or not I, you have a pallet in the party <laughs> Except for when there are times when you have to dodge and things in endgame and because when you have to move, you're not keeping up with the rest of the DPS and that's where the QQ is coming from. It It is silly that like you can turn around backwards from the mob and shoot an arrow and still hit it. No, that, that's badass. That doesn't make sense. Like black mages are not allowed to face backwards. You cast and it automatically like turns you. So and healers too, unless you actually healers, you can turn that off and it still works for some reason. But black mages can't do that. Why can bards do that? I don't know. Because bards are awesome. I, well, thematically, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense because there's not, I mean, I, how many people can move and shoot a bow? I mean, uh, for starters, <laughs> Oliver Queen can, and he does it really good. I don't know who that is. That's the green arrow. So I think the, solu- uh, the solution to this, though, would be to, to change. I mean, I know it's a skill that, so that people develop. And keep up with the other DPS and not have to worry about it. Because if you have to move and turn off Wanderers, you instantly fall behind the other DPS, and that's where the QQ comes from. But 
Uh, the, for starters, the QQ comes when you have a bard and a machinist in the same party, and the bard is full-timing <laughs> Army's Payon, and you have a paladin tank, and you're a healer on a white mage and trying to do TPS, and it's just the worst fucking thing okay, ever because that. everyone sucks at their job and fuck! Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeez. Yeah, that, that was a thing a couple days ago. Wow. Oh, oh, this comes from a place of experience. I, I don't think I don't think that level of emotion. Uh, uh, the yeah, like yeah, that's definitely coming from a place of experience. Okay, it for, has to. For starters, Fractal took a good forty minutes. Fuck that! I'm out. I what? had to recast. Are you me? I had to recast Protect before the final boss. Oh my god! Wow. Why yeah. didn't you bail? <sighs> Why didn't I bail? Because then you have to wait thirty more minutes to do it again. Yeah, well, if I would have realized that 15 minutes in, that 30 minutes bailing would have been quicker in the long run, yeah, I would have done that. Yeah, but. yeah. I know, it's 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 hard in those situations to really gauge, like, is this really going to be worth my time? I don't know. All right, we have run this show where, very over time here today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio for all your calls today. Uh, and uh, again, uh, really interesting stuff between your chat comments and your calls and uh, the emails that you guys sent in. Uh, I Again, I'm not, I'm really not that caught up on what happened last week, but uh, thank you guys for listening, even in my absence. I know very good stuff and important stuff happened last week. I don't think that that's <laughs> it was the best show ever. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, seriously, thank you guys for uh, for staying tuned to to Limit Break Radio, and also Juxta uh, and Nika, and and even though he's not here, Kahlo too. Uh, I do want to thank you guys for continuing to to do the show uh, and figuring out how to engineer this thing without access to our normal equipment, and uh, that I have to tell you. Th- th- that end of it left me very impressed. Uh, you guys did a very good job in terms of in terms of that side of it. So it was a trial, but we got that shit done. Hey, you guys did a great job, and uh, even though I I'm, I'm never going to listen to the episode, uh, you know, good job, good, well done. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a really good show. I'm sure it was, but I'm it was not three you should hours without it. you. I know that's the, but that's the real reason I can't listen to it is because it's it just it doesn't have me. That's why I don't listen to any of these other Final Fantasy podcasts unless I'm on. Because no, they don't have you. <laughs> they don't have me. That's the yeah, real. Yeah. That is that. That's the critical. That that's the critical factor for success. I'll let Did you, you know, say man crush. I'll let you know. I'll let you know what our download numbers look like from the last episode to this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is it? This is going to make you. Feel well, we don't know. We haven't we, had. Yeah, this isn't yet. out yet. Oh, oh, okay. I'll well, let you, I'll let you know in a couple of weeks. All right, yeah, you'll be. Uh, just, just make sure. Hurry up, you number crunching crumb nuncher. <laughs> Let's know just, the numbers. I'm just giving you guys shit. You guys did a great job, and uh, and I am really I'm really thankful that you guys uh, you know decided to step in and uh, and take charge and and do that. And it ended up being a really good show. So, uh, yeah, seriously, thank you guys for all your hard work. Uh, I want to thank everyone again, everyone who uh, sent an email, even if we didn't get to yours today, uh, or if you called into the show. Uh, if you if you miss if you feel like you missed an opportunity to call into the show, it's okay. We're gonna be here right at twitch.tv slash limit break radio next Sunday talking about uh, all things Final Fantasy 14. So you'll get your opportunity then. You don't have to you know when you call the show, you don't always have to be contributing to the topic at hand. You can change, you know, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So uh know that for the future. And if there was something that uh you wanted to uh talk about today but didn't get a chance to you'll have that opportunity next sunday when we go live here for episode number 32 on 
Limit Break Radio. I want to thank Juxtaposition and Nika Kayania, my co-host, for hanging out with me here today. Uh, and I also want to, you know, I want, I want to thank our Patreon uh, supporters as well. Uh, you guys have been really awesome and, and patient and supportive. And uh, again, you know, I opened the show explaining what our hardware malfunctions and troubles have been uh you guys have been able to provide us a way to troubleshoot those and work through those way faster than uh many other organizations can and uh we really do appreciate that i mean at this point at this point anything that breaks uh, it's already been bought i just return it back to the store and i just got to reassemble it anyway so it's not like costing additional money to keep doing these rebuilds and and it's just it's re- costing additional sanity yeah up sanity and stress on my part and and stuff lining so uh you know I, I we we really do appreciate the support and uh you know I, I i don't i don't ever want anyone to think that we are cavalier with the funds that you guys give us uh we are very very protective and and uh uh have a lot of uh checks and balances as to how exactly the money that we raise through patreon is uh is used for the show uh and and, and for equipment and everything else and so we've developed what, what we feel is a really strong process behind it to be able to use the money that you guys are so generous in giving to us and use it in a responsible way that always helps the show continue and continue to grow and that is on you guys you guys help that happen you guys help that that this product grow and and take shape and uh, and continue to form and you know even if you give a dollar at patreon.com I know it doesn't feel like much it you know feels like you know a pack of gum every month but it really helps us it helps us out greatly and you know if 10 of you come together with just a dollar a month hey that's ten dollars a month that's fantastic for us that helps us out helps us out so much and you know, when when you help us out, we're able to do things like deliver a show each and every single week here on Twitch.tv. We're able to launch new shows like Final Encountercast, which will be a new episode of Final Encountercast will premiere next week on the stream after uh, episode 32 of Limit Break Radio. And you provide you you help us stay connected not only to the Final Fantasy 14 community, but the video game community and plugged in and passionate about things. And, you know, it, I, I, I don't know that I'd be as interested in uh in in the stuff that i'm interested in right now if it wasn't for you guys if it wasn't for wanting to know more so that i can bring that to the show to bring to you guys and uh i have to thank you for that that's it's a symbiotic relationship that we have here uh between you know a a host and a listener and i can't tell you how much you guys influence me and the way that i look at the world and the way that i research my information it's because of you guys and uh that's that's not just your support that's your listening that's your emailing. That's your chats in the chat room. It's all of that interaction, the calls that you that you give to the show. I always learn so much from you guys. So please continue to stay plugged into Limit Break Radio. Please continue to stay engaged. That's what we want here. Even if you can't give, just share it with your friends. Uh, call the show, write an email. Uh, but uh, but interacting and getting involved, that's the best way to help support Limit Break Radio. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in live at twitch.tv slash limit break radio if you're listening on the podcast and you want to listen live head on over to twitch.tv slash limit break radio and hit that uh, follow button you'll get notifications every single time we go live even if it's not for a show we're just streaming whatever bullshit we feel like you'll get an email notification
notification for that too. And that's all over at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Visit our website at LimitBreakRadio.com, Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio, at Limit Break Radio on Twitter. And uh, thank you to Juxtaposition and Nika Kayanian for their wonderful guest hosting today. Well, not guest hosting. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> for their wonderful... Yeah, that's right. We're fucking... We're rewriting the canon. You guys are guests. I'm the only host to this you show. You suck at uh, everything. No, I'm kidding. Thank you guys for, uh, for uh, being co-hosts with me. That's the word that I was looking for. And, of course, I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Aniro Grigori and Juxtaposition. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zurian Urexen, Satori Komeji, Karkwin Albarn, Rajan Nelka, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by The Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by The Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. But I think if you if you look at other MMOs, I mean, like strip out your context for 14, go back to 11 and really like ask yourself what made you want a piece of gear in FF11? What made you pursue a piece of gear? And, well, and I mean, this is what I was talking about. And the problem is the vertical progression in 11. You wanted a piece of gear because it was the best forever. And once you get it, you literally had the best gear that nobody else had because it was always the best. Like in this, it's hard to even want that piece of gear because it's only a status icon for two months. Right, ex- exactly. And you know, okay, so fine, maybe a two forty by, but like, you know what I mean? Like putting. No, but even still, it wouldn't. I just feel like it's because of the progressive eye level. Whereas, like, yes, I'm not no, sure you're how, right. You're I'm right. Not sure it how is eleven because. works now, but like. You know, having the relic or a riddle, or I even saw people recently talking about getting a Kraken Club. You know, mm-hmm. that was the best then, and it's the best now. You know, a, you know, ten, but it, well, fifteen years later, it's right. still the best. Whereas in this game, it'll be the best and a status icon, even if it was a two forty, even if it was like a three hundred body. No, no, no. After I, a couple I, of patches, it would be gone. I to- total, I totally agree with that. But the thing is, is that knowing that restriction, how do you work around it? Knowing, knowing that we're, it, I mean, Square Enix isn't going to just go, oh. Suddenly we're going to have we're not going to have strict vertical progression anymore. Right. Like if they made that decision, they should have made it at the expansion. I don't know if you can do it now. Well, no, if they but if they if if they wanted like like given what they have now and what they've set up and the player expectations that they've set up, the only thing that that they could do is not is is, you know, like 
make make a set of gear that outclasses whatever we have then yeah that set of gear will get outclassed in time but it will take a longer period of time that's why i was saying you know put a 240 body in and then you know two patches down the road instead of one patch down the road it'll become irrelevant right or yeah that's i mean you know what I, that 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 was really that was the point that i was trying to drive home or or you know like let's let's come up with a set right let's come up with a set that's i300 okay and that's going to be there at at the end of 3.5 let's say all of our gear is supposed to be i300 okay okay and you have your binary you have your binary progression systems which is raid gear and then you have your tome gear those are both paths to get three to get i300 right but if you had this system that would put out i300 gear at a very very low rate through accomplishment of current raids like alex savage then you would be building towards something right like okay so it's not a body piece in in a4 it's hands that come out of a4 right but you have these i300 hands now that will be relevant in patch 3.2 3.3 3.4 up to 3.5 when we get the rest of the gear that that will class with it right that's an interesting and then yeah and then you have actually at that point at i300 you have three tiers of progression because you have people that have been building and working on it the entire time that gives them a leg up in 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 the uh you know whatever the current uh raid that exists in the game is right it gives them a, a bit of a stats advantage but it doesn't it doesn't outclass absolutely everything it just outclasses it outclasses okay. the gear that's in there until we get to the end of the logical eye level system, right? I, I actually like that if because that's you're what I was getting start, at. Well, then okay, it makes more sense to give it as a piece, really, really rare for the end of the entire expansion series. I do think that makes sense because then that way, when the next set of, you know, the next set of alex comes out they'll give what maybe like the feet or the, the legs as, yes. whatever and then but it also gives you a reason to help people who have never cleared savage four yes and, like you can make a deal with those people like i'll help you clear as long as if the chest drops i get the piece yes or something like that that is it that's uh, i'm I, I, okay i may have to apologize i may not have expressed that as uh, as did, well as you I, said 220 and that has it, no yeah I know. 20 made it not worthwhile to me okay I, I don't know where, so i, get, I, I understand where, that i understand I, that yeah, yeah. I can see where if it starts out as is, is like three, but I feel like the devs would also have to know where they're going with the final eye level, which maybe they do. You, yeah, but they would have to tell us, you know, the final eye level of three point X series will be three hundred, yeah. and they could see us building towards it. And then yes. that way, you know, it would be like out of all the people in the world, like this one person has these three hundred hands. Yes. And, and then that way, it's not like you have to have it for th- that. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah, sorry, I, 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 uh, I, I. Now that I'm replaying it in my head, I did not do a very good job at expressing what the idea was there. Yeah, because that that is a critical part of it. That you know, it's not just it's just not some random body, and then you get another body that outclasses that as a random drop for the next you know a eight or whatever. That's not no like having having you know like if 
hands and a head dropped from three and four. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're building towards that ultimate set that is not necessarily an ultimate set at the end of 3.5, but it is just another path of progression. It, it's not it's no longer binary. Now you have a three tiered system that you can choose to go with. And that one, even if it's not the best per se, it, you could glamour it also. And that too. But you know what would make that even more interesting is if some of those pieces ended up being best in slot. Right. So now yeah. now now you've got an I 300 spread where some of your best in slot pieces are five percent drop out of old content and you've got to go back and regrind that. I mean, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but we're trying to figure out how to incentivize people to continue to participate in content that is no longer necessarily relevant. Yeah. And the problem is, is that that cycle has sped up to the point where we're at a patch where the content now is becoming irrelevant. The content that we just got is becoming irrelevant because people are just fucking over it. You yeah. know, like that. I, I, I damn it. I, I, I'm going to have to put this on the end of the actual podcast because <laughs> because that that was the actual point that I was driving at was that, you know, like. If you if you incentivized it and did it in a way where you know it's not going to break the game, it, it's going to give some people a statistical advantage for certain parts of the game for a certain period of time. But it's definitely not going to break the whole fucking game. I don't know. I just that it feels like that makes sense to me and that it would work. Yeah, I think it would work as long as it didn't get outclassed the very next patch. So exactly. It yes. needs to be a yes. long term thing. You need to be building towards uh, towards whatever the ultimate set in 3.5 is going to be. I like that idea a lot yes. better. Yeah. OK, there we go. Now we're on. That. See, Nate, that was the only thing I felt like we weren't on the same page on this episode about. And now we are. Yeah, because if something if I knew that there was a 5% chance for something that's going to be outclassed in two months, I would never care. Yeah. OK, that's, <laughs> and, and that's fair. That's totally fair. 